Sat Pod. One forty-seven. Everyone's tired. What are we gonna say about these now? Something new? The, oh, the numbers. Numbers? Um, no, I'm gonna wait to bring back numbers. Okay. All Do you right. miss numbers, Brando? No, I thought I thought we talked about that, but maybe I was thinking of something else. I don't remember that. Okay, that might have been something else. I don't remember that at all. I'm delirious. Yeah, it's been a while since we podcasted, so. Whole Who week. Knows? Who knows? It's true. That's a long time. A week is a long time. Yeah, that's enough time to forget how to podcast every single time. It's it's true. It's like learning how to ride a bike every week. Yeah. On Thursday night, we had a lot of wrestling to watch this past week as well. Yes. There's been a lot in between, a lot of shows, a lot of things to digest. These super weekends take a toll. They do. You they need to do. keep the quality up, otherwise it's trouble. It's like by the time Raw SmackDown rolls around, I'm like, I fucking don't, don't care. care. Don't yeah. care at all. But they kept me. Yeah. They kept yeah, me interested for all of it. So yeah. uh, that's good. We'll talk about that later. Also, we will reveal the winners of our Rumble pool. Thank you for everyone who wasn't uh, me either. We we can't win because no. it would be dumb to win our own prize, Scotty. No, could, I mean like, yeah, but we could but we could win. <laughs> we could, we win. could uh, win and win the... say we're smarter than all of you, but we don't qualify. But I did shit Unpro- for points. Unfortunately, I am not smarter than any of them. We had a lot of submissions this year, record breaking. In fact, wow. I think we had close to fifty this year. So holy yeah. shit! Thanks wow. to everyone who submitted. Uh, we'll do it again next year. Remember back in the day where we could read off all six oh, yeah. people's entrance yep, and yep yep yep. yep. Not anymore. No. We've grown as a podcast, not as human beings, unfortunately. No. Well, that's same weight. old chip bags. <laughs> so we'll do that right at the very end of the podcast. Uh, try your best not to skip to the end to see if you won, or if you do skip Wait back. After yeah. Sure. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Lots of wrestling to talk about. Anything that we need to talk about that happened in the last week before we jump into news and other th- such things? Nope. I haven't seen the mouse in like a week. Yeah, think we, we think scared he's the gone. shit out of him. We think he's gone. Yeah. Which we is weird because we kind of got back to our old habits of leaving food laying around and he's not touched any of it. The update is that we went home last week, opened up the uh, the pantry very slowly, yeah. and removed item by item and he wasn't in there. And we haven't seen him since. Yeah. He's We're hoping that that was uh, enough of a traumatic experience and that he finally got in there and was like, there's no fucking food in this place. Fuck yeah, this. This, place sucks. this is the pantry. This is supposed to be the gold mine. Yes. So barren shelves. I've not seen him since. Fucker. Uh, also, I, uh, I I beat uh, Resident Evil Seven last night, so that's a that's a good game. You like a scary game? Go play that game. How many spooks out of ten? Uh, uh, eight eight spooks. Well, are spooks... can we say that? Can we can, can we say that word? Spooks. It seems a little dangerous to say that word. What? What is that a racial thing? Yeah, never mind. Continue. Oh, uh, startles. Uh, eight startles. <laughs> Why was it spoopy? How how spoopy was no, it? No, no, that's stupid. Um, Ghouls. It, it was good. It was. It is. If anyone's gonna play it, it seems like it's significantly scarier than most Resident Evil games mm. for the first half or so, and then for the second half, kind of gets a little bit more. Oh, I've found Video enough game. ammunition to blow the shit out of everything I need to. So this yeah. isn't scary anymore. You just I just scream when they come around the corner and torch them with my blowtorch. Good. It's a primal scream, not a yeah. terror scream. I still want to. I. Well, I do and I don't want to try that with the VR because I've heard that it's absolutely I'm, ridiculous on my the VR. Fuck, fuck that yeah. is what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. No one maybe, maybe the second half of the game when it, yeah, it kind of turns into a little bit of a shooter. I but. just want to get jump scared once in VR and then I'll be good. I'll be like, yep, that's all I needed. I'm done. What, what do you even do? You can't done. get away. No, You can't exactly. look away. Nope. You close your eyes, I guess. 
even then, <laughs> what are you really accomplishing? <laughs> you just you just don't just see hitting it. buttons and not looking. Yeah, I hope pop. I kill this guy. But you know, like if you like, for me, when I'm playing a game and the game scares the shit out of me, my instinct is to look away from the TV. Yes, I'm always right. like, oh fuck! I'll even pause it sometimes. Me too. Um, but yeah, in VR, you're just like you oh. look away and you're, you're like, trapped. ah, ah, it's still there. <laughs> Uh, good. Uh, Scotty, anything? I met Boris's wife. She was nice. That's the first time you've met her? Yeah. Seriously? Really? Yeah. Wow. Seriously. All right. I thought you had met her. I'd met her like the once in passing where it was like, as soon as I got there, she took the kid and was like, hey, we're going yeah. to a hotel. Mania last year. Yeah. Slash from that, no. So she was delightful. She's Dude. very nice. She was very just nice as lady. funny as I thought she'd be. We didn't need any of her chili. Remember that time? Even we well, said we were going to eat all our chili. It was partially my fault. I forgot that Boris had said that that was happening. Yeah. And then we ate pizza right before we came. Oh. Yeah. Like, literally stopped eating pizza and, and walked left. out the door. <laughs> like, it yeah. could not have been closer. Yeah, we didn't know. Warren's well, I didn't me. know. Warren forgot. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we, we went to Boris's on Saturday. You were there for the Evolve. I was there on Friday and Saturday okay. for Evolve. How were the Evolves? Uh, the first Evolve, the ring broke. Uh, the middle rope broke in the first match right as I got there. Took him forever to fix it. Um, and then in the main event, it was Chris Hero versus Keith Lee, who's also like a Chris Hero-sized guy. And the top end middle rope broke in that match. That's great. Jesus. So they had to completely thing? replace the ring for the Saturday show. <laughs> and the Saturday show was much better uh, yeah. in terms of quality and like pacing. Did it, was it a good send-off for one Chris Hero? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, suiting, appropriate? Yeah. That's good. Uh, so we, we, Brando and I went there on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, in time to watch, well, I guess we watched the entire pre-show. Yes, it wasn't good. Yeah, I can't believe we all just sat through the pre-show well, and talked. We were talking anyway. Yeah. It happens. Um, but At the yeah, end we of the went, pre-show, was it you who just went, well, that was sucky or something like that? Yeah, probably. I'm not a fan of the pre-shows. I... Like, when we watch them, we just skip to the matches. Yeah. And 90% of the time, I just skip to see who won the matches. I don't even watch the matches. And everyone's always but, like, oh, there's really cool, like, edit packages and, and don't stuff. Care. But they play them right before the yeah. actual match comes. Exactly. And I do care about that. Like, I'm the opposite. Yep. I, like, some of my favorite parts about wrestling are, like, the video package they run before a match. Sure. Because they yeah. can be really cool. But they always just run them during the show again anyway. So. Yeah, you'll see them at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, but anyway, so we were heading over there, and uh, I, uh, being still on my no-pop mm-hmm. kick, if you'd like to call it that, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what I should drink, because we were, you know, we are going to go and have some drinks, and it was kind of like my birthday weekend yep. slash daily, so I was like, oh, let's get some drinks and have some fun. Uh, Scotty, what what did you bring? You brought Pilsner? Yeah, I was bringing Pilsner. Right. Um, Good so old standby. Brando and I were discussing with my buddy Andy, I was trying to figure out what should I what should I bring to drink? And I was like, ah, I kind of want to get like something fruity, like fruity. something, some kind of girly, a little girly, yeah. you know, something yeah. to treat myself. And uh, and this is <laughs> the dumbest part about this whole story is that I'm trying to avoid drinking pop because it's a sugary beverage. Mm-hmm. Yet we decide that we <laughs> want to drink Palm Bay's. Yeah, which is a cooler. Probably, I don't want to say more sugary than Coke, but my God, are they sugary? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a cooler. It's maybe the Standard bearer of coolers? Yeah, is that safe to say? It's, it's become, become the, the popular, like, it used to be, I think, Mike's Hard. Sure. And mm-hmm. now everybody's into Palm Bay. It's the go-to, yeah. yeah. Um, but being that both Brando and I are you know, avid drinkers mm-hmm. and men of, of considerable size, mm-hmm. we knew that it would take us more than, you know, six Palm Bays 
to really accomplish anything. So we decided to bring 24 to yes. Boris's house. 24 Palm Bays. Drank every single one. Yeah, 24 holes for 24 cans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and we drank them all. And I think it was even. I think we got 12 and 12. Yeah, it was either 12 and 12 or 13 and 11 for right. you. Yeah. But uh, we got, uh, we, we weren't really thinking. We ended up getting, we got three flavors. Mm-hmm. We got two six packs of the, the melon dragon fruit or whatever the fuck that was. Right, which was the which worst, Which was the worst one. But we got half of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we had some orange ones and some uh, I mean, mango usually, ones. Usually red is the best flavor. Red that was my logic. Yeah, I was absolutely. like, your red's got to be the best one. But uh, no, yeah, no, we. I liked the, the melon and you liked the other one, I think. Yeah, or... I like the orange one. Yeah. It's like it tastes like a screwdriver. Well, they were good, yeah. but... Um, we shotgunned one. We did shotgun one. You shotgunned a Pilsner very poorly. Yeah, it was not a good shotgun. The video's on at SatPod. Boris tweeted it out. I think I retweeted it on there. We live streamed it. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> Scotty didn't have a big enough hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his problem. He's got too tight of a hole. Also, trying to explain to Scotty how to set this thing up was a fucking hassle, but we got her done. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we drank them all, and I, I maybe maybe you guys are better judging this. I thought... Like, I was drunk, but I definitely wasn't drunk as I should have been if I would have had, say, 12 beers. Yeah. No, yeah. I, it's weird, because I think as a percentage, isn't it still up there? Like, in the like five. around five? Yeah. And I think, well, I think beers palms five? are four. If palms four? I palms don't know. I, I think, think I looked, and I think it said five on it. Was it a fiver? Really? I think so. I could huh. be wrong. And they're vodka, which I don't have. I'm pretty sure they're vodka, which I don't have much of a tolerance Me for. Me neither. I'd never drink vodka. So I was kind of thinking, I was like, well, these are going to give me a hell of a hangover, but in 12, theory. 12 should do the trick. Yeah, in theory, 12 should be fine. And I remember drinking all those 12 and being like, I'm not that drunk, Warren. No, no. <laughs> it was almost more of a sugar buzz than anything. And then I had a fucking headache before I even went to bed. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I had already crashed from all that sugar before yeah. we even got home. I was already, like, had a headache. and I had a headache, too, from Saturday night. Yeah. We, uh, we make mistakes sometimes. We're not perfect. True. Maybe we don't do Palm Bays anymore. That's, I think, a fair bet because the next day, we uh, went and got lunch, and I bit into my hamburger, and my teeth were the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Good Lord. It was like the two back teeth on this side. I swear to God, I probably gave myself a cavity just from drinking those things. <laughs> it, it was like just, I yep. couldn't, I, even into a soft cheeseburger, I couldn't bite into it. I had to chew all on the left side because my teeth were fucked. Jeez. That's yeah, brutal. It was the worst. But uh, we did it. We, we can now say that we drank 12 Palm Bays 12 each. 12 Palm Bays each and watched wrestling. Mm-hmm. Which was good. And it was a good show. It was a good show. Um, we bonded. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. Boris was there. He's not drinking right now. Anything. Right. Like, he's all, he's on the water. It was so funny. Just, like, all of us, like, drinking, and then just Boris just sitting there hanging out. Yeah. Well, luckily for Boris, me and Warren didn't get fucking an ounce drunk. So. That's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Although I still think he was a little bit fed up by the time that we got out of there. Yeah, probably. Well, we he watched, seemed... what, three Royal Rumbles after, yeah. uh, after the <laughs> NXT card? Yeah. Yeah, because I stayed around for the first rumble, and then when you're starting the second old rumble, I left. We tried to get your girlfriend to come in, but uh, you, you wanted were no part of that. Right yeah, I was no like, no nope. part of that. Take a hard pass. <laughs> Just Palm Bay cans everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I kept, yeah, I kept knocking them over. It's so rowdy. <laughs> yeah, well, stacking them on the fridge might have been not, maybe not. No, because then you open the fridge and they all <laughs> pop over. <laughs> this is when they fell over that one time, and you were like, the, "Everything's fine, Boris." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, Spike the dog kept trying to jump on the couch. Me and Warren block him with yeah. the cans every yeah. time. He's, he's a good dog, but my God, does he stink when he farts. Oh, yeah. Said this numerous times on this podcast. That dog, as all dogs do, has some absolutely <laughs> atrocious farts. Yeah. Every dog smells like kind of bad. Yes. 
Um, but uh, anyway, so that was that was our weekend. Didn't really. That was that was it. I mean, yeah, that's had a, what, a, a person, I guess. We kind of had plans to have a few people over, but it ended up being just uh, you, me, and 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 Buddy Monch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the Royal Ramble match itself. Also had some drinks there. I think yeah. I got more drunk off of the half of 2-6 oh, that me I too. had than yeah. I fucking did on the I had, Saturday yeah, night. four Bud Lights, and yeah. I was already buzzed more than I was with <laughs> Yeah, never again on the Palm Base. No. Wouldn't recommend it. Not getting a whole lot from them. Wouldn't recommend it. Unless, I mean, if we would have shotgunned like three or four of them. But that shouldn't be what you need to <laughs> do. <laughs> the thing. Right. You're right, exactly. You shouldn't have to do that. You should be, be able to, drink to sit there and enjoy your drink and get drunk off of it. Uh, yes. So, um, nothing else from the weekend, I don't think. No. No. It was just wrestling. No. There was no time. Yeah, we watched Slapshot. That's true. We did watch Slapshot. That's yeah. a tremendous movie. I've it never seen that movie, movie, actually. It's really good. Should I check it out? Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. Holds oh, really? Holds yeah, up, they just right. added it back on there. So. Oh, okay. We'll do that tonight, then. It, check that like, out. I want to say it holds up all right, but there's also a, an appeal to how it doesn't hold up. Like some of sure. the acting at points is like this is fucking the B actors awful. are the yeah. best because they would just literally grab yeah. somebody off the street. Like a like, lot of the extras, movie. yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, and I, you almost have to kind of understand the game of hockey to really get that yeah, movie. I think too. okay, but at the same time, anyone could watch it and find it funny. Yeah. It's not like you need to know information. Yeah, there's a few characters in there that are just great. The guy and the teams with the the, the Maurice. Yeah, the, the creepy dude. Oh, and uh, and the goalie. Yeah, <laughs> goalie, French goalie. goalie yeah. Tremendous movie. Highly recommend it. Um, all right. Well, then let's slide over to the news, and then we'll talk about the weekend of wrestling because that's usually what we do, right? Yeah. Yes. That. that makes sense. Do uh, whatever order you want, one. Fuck it. Here we go with the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Me. Warren. <laughs> Warren Bears. Uh, Brando had to work today, which is a very valid reason. And not even just work, because a lot of the times when I'm working, I can just scrape something just together. Scrape something together, but I was working out of town and spent yes. the last two hours driving back. So yes, yes. There's no news. Is what I was going to say. I was going to go in and be like, <laughs> confidently say, there's no news. And then Warren's like, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll scrape something. Yeah, we can wing it. Mm-hmm. There's no problem with that. Biggest news story of the week. Uh, it appears that Seth Rollins has re-injured his surgically repaired right knee. Uh, this Fuck. happened on Raw during the attack from one Samoa Joe. Um, the Destroyer. The best. Yeah, I like the Destroyer thing they're doing for Joe. That's Me cool. Too. Did you know that his theme song has... Always been called the Destroyer. I did no. not. It came up on my Spotify, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I get it." That's funny because for all the people who knew that, that's not much of a swerve. That like that's not a big reveal because you think Triple H being like, "You just think oh, it's you know the, himself." You know the creator. Yeah. Now I'm going to show you the Destroyer. Right. You're like, "Oh, Triple H is the creator and the Destroyer." <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So I think it, I think what happened is when he locked in the Coquina clutch with his arms. Joe's, like, wanted to fall to the right, and it looked like Rollins went left, and they fell awkwardly, and you could see Joe tuck his head immediately and say something to him. So I'm assuming that's when it happened. So mm. There's no, nothing, as of as of this recording, and with our luck, something will break right after we stop recording. Yep. Uh, there's no news on how long, how severe yep. this is. 
the only thing that I've seen is that WrestleMania is up in the air right uh, now. He misses another Mania. That's going to suck for him. Yeah, it's poor Colby. probably safe to assume that he won't be at the next pay-per-view. Right. Which, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, give him as much time as he possibly can. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because I think they wanted to do the Joe match there. But I think in a weird way it's almost like this happening helps that storyline in a fucked up way. Because now you can do Joe after Triple H, and Joe feels super important. Right, and Joe yeah, can if say you get that, to do Triple H, that, like, and you can run with the entire program of Triple H being like, "I told Joe to target the knee." Yeah, I want. I knew that that was his weak spot. I wanted him out of here, so we took him out. Yeah, even though obviously they didn't actually target the knee. <laughs> I was going to say that'd be nice but, if they actually had targeted the knee. But then. it works, right? Yeah. Storyline wise, it works out real well. Yeah. So uh, that yeah, it sucks. It's fucking. You feel so gutted for the guy that yeah. like you know you hear him talk about how he. Had to sit there and watch Mania last year, and now he's it, cut promos all year, being like, "Yeah, this year's my year because I missed last day." He's not gonna miss. He's but gonna... when he comes back eventually, if it's after Mania, I think this will again, in a weird way, injuries always help wrestlers when they come back. It seems so. Yeah, they're usually pretty hot. They'll come back pretty hot, and I hope that it's a fucking surprise again this time. Hmm. That's what I'm hoping for. Anyways, if, and then uh, they don't fucking botch it with like. Is he a face yet? Kind yeah. of thing. Like, just come back and be a face. Now you got to figure out what you're going to do with Joe, too. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's super interesting. But anyways, uh, we can talk about that later when we get into Raw. Uh, let's talk about the ladies' division in uh, the WWE, specifically for that tournament that's supposedly happening. They have uh, done a bunch of tryouts for ladies. Uh, specific names that are brought up are Nicole Matthews, former Shimmer champion. Okay. You know anything about her? I, if I saw a picture, I'd probably be like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, there's a Miss New York 2016. I don't know that. I bet you she's a great in-ring worker. Uh, and also <laughs> from, uh, if you're a TNA fan, Lady Tappa. Oh, Had okay. A try out there as well. I so. know her name. She's a relative of. She's a Samoan. She's in that family somewhere. The I'm Warlord sure. or something like that. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it, she, I had a cool look from what I saw on her TNA brief stint. No, she's really unique looking. Kind of like Tamina-ish. She's like a better Nia Jax. Yeah. Wrestling yeah there you go. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, that that that's happening. They're progressing with that. Also, Tajiri's expected to make his return in the next couple of weeks. Good. So I guess his knee injury wasn't super serious, which is good. Um, that's it for that page. Uh, supposedly the WWE is contacting former female talents about WrestleMania this year. They have not, uh, and this is all according to, uh, the Wrestling Observer, which they said that there is a, uh, contacting a great deal of former female superstars from the past and asking them to appear at WrestleMania 33. It's unknown why, um... Currently, Raw Women's Champion Charlotte versus Nia Jax versus Bayley versus Sasha Banks is planned as one of the matches for the event this year. Wonder what they're going to do with all them. Battle Royal. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Just... Mrs. WrestleMania. <laughs> Return of Santina? Is, mm-hmm. that, is that what we're thinking? Let's do it. All right. That's fine by me. Uh, also, WWE has contacted several talents in Asia to ask about their passport details and other information. WWE is also telling talents being contacted for the Asia tournament that uh, no outside bookings will be allowed. So they're planning a Asia tournament similar to the United States, or to the UK tournament, rather. All the tournaments. And they are planning to make a title on this one as well. 
according to this article good, from good Wrestling Observer. So we're just going to have all these titles. We got the U.S. Every title. Every continent gets a title. The Asia. We got, yeah. We can make an Australia one. The, the South universe. American title. Yeah. And then, yeah, Kevin Owens is a champion of them all because he's universal. Wrestling Observer also reports that the uh, latest injury status on one Finn Balor uh, was he was recently evaluated by doctors last week. Not cleared for in-ring return, but uh, that it is very, very promising that he will, in fact, be back before WrestleMania. Ooh, so if Seth's out, them. at least then that way you have something to go with Finn. Sure. A wonderkin. What do you do with Finn? You have him go against Joe. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. That's yeah. a very easy transition, I guess. Or, tri- or Triple H. Sure, because he's also not doing anything no. right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting. I hope he's back. I think that, that that'll be cool if we get a, a return right before Mania and give him time to get in there and do something cool. What are the odds he comes back and he just goes right for the title? That would also make sense, too. Where he's like, I never lost it. Yeah, same as Rollins, right? Yeah. You'd be my fucking title back, which will be really weird if they do put it on to Goldberg or Lesnar, and then... Balor versus Goldberg, book it. That'd be ridiculous. Uh, Which brings me to my final piece of news. They have announced that Brock Lesnar will be facing Kevin Owens at that MSG house show for the Universal title, which makes me wonder as we discussed in our little text conversation mm-hmm. between the three of us. Mm-hmm. Maybe they flip that title at that house show, and that's how you get it into the Lesnar-Goldberg picture. I hope not, but Me they too. could do it. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that Lesnar-Goldberg thing needs a title. No, not at all. Not at all. It is totally fine on its own. But if, uh, if the WWE wants it, the WWE will make it happen. Yeah. I just I don't know, as I said to you guys, I don't know how you get Kevin Owens out of that match. Like, it, I mean, you could easily just do a DQ, I guess, mm-hmm. or something. Or Goldberg could come spear Lesnar and yeah. Owens could pin him. Yeah, I'll run out. The only problem with that is that Goldberg's a per-appearance fee, whereas Lesnar has X amount of dates, and they pay him his money. So Goldberg has said, if you're willing to pay me this much money, then I will do whatever you need me to do per appearance. But I bet you he, like, I'm sure the WWE has the money to fork over if they wanted to go sure. that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Do you know what would be great? Uh, pay-per-view. Well, it's not a pay-per-view, but an event right before WrestleMania for the championship. Brock Lesnar gets speared by Goldberg, and then Kevin Owens pins him with a five-star frog splash. And it is, or the frog splash. And then it's the exact same thing that happened in Eddie against, against Brock. Sure. Yep. Sold. That'd be funny. Yep. That would make me laugh. Fine by me. Yeah. Do it. Uh, okay, that's all I have news watch. Did I miss anything, Scotty? I believe Kenny Omega has re-upped with New Japan okay. for another year. Good. Because I believe he's supposed to be on the show coming up here, uh, New Year. Not, I'm sure I think what it's called. It's called like Final Resolution or something like that. Okay. I don't know. They have weird names in New Japan for their shows. The so, time for Ken Alpha to debut is not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I got news-wise, I'm pretty sure. But soon. All right, um, being that you like to spend time on your phone, if you do see anything about the <laughs> Seth Rollins knee injury, you, you pipe up, all right? Brandon, you thought that was, like, the funniest thing. <laughs> Had to throw a little jab in there. Little, Fair enough. little jab. All right. Uh, Important for everyone to know, if Scotty is not talking, he is probably on, he's his, on phone. his phone. He's on his phone right now. He's whipped out <laughs> his phone. I was talking right earlier because I just wasn't feeling phenomenal. Uh, all right, NXT TakeOver San Antonio happened on Saturday night from the, it doesn't say. 
<laughs> from San Antonio. From the Freeman Coliseum. That's a thing. In San Antonio, Texas. That's probably where the Spurs play. Yeah, probably. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. um, so on the show, we started with uh, Ty Dillinger taking on Eric Young. Uh, and you had Eric Young go over in that match. Uh, it was a pretty good match as well. You mm -hmm. had the... What's Big Dane's name again now? It's uh, really Killian weird. Dane. God, I, I don't so like stupid. that at all. It's so Do you like stupid. Big Dame -o better as a name? I mean, the Dane part's not bad, but what the fuck is Killian? Killian, Killian yeah. It's like Killian. a nerd name. Ah, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't think that suits him at it's all. It's got kill rate in it. Yeah, and I get that, but it's just, I don't know. I'm not. Maybe it'll grow on me, but I'm not crazy on that name, personally. But, um, yeah, Eric Young picks up the win over Ty Dillinger. I think that was the right call. Uh, I think that Eric Young kind of needed to win a little bit more, which yeah. is weird to say because Ty has lost so many of these big matches recently. It feels like but... the, the losses are not hurting Ty at no, all. No, In no, In fact, no. it feels like people are getting more and more on board every time he loses. Yeah. He like, came oh, out, he was this close. Yeah. was crazy hot. They like they started the show with his theme. People went bananas. Yeah. He now has the light-up jacket with the big collar, which I love. Yeah. And, it looks uh, so fucking dumb. And all in all, I'd say he had a pretty good weekend regardless of what happened in this match. Yep. So, Whatever do you mean, Warren? He, he did okay for himself. Uh, then we had Roderick Strong and Andrade Cien Almas, in which Roderick Strong picks up the win at 11 minutes and 40 seconds. I still, I still don't really know what to think of Roderick Strong. He's good at wrestling. He's a good in-ring worker. Yeah. But outside of that, I'm not really totally sure... Like, they got, they got some work to do for him to build up that character, I think. Yeah, like, you don't want to take a guy who's obviously had so much success doing what he's been doing and be like, we got to got to give this guy a bit of a shtick. Mm -hmm. But it, right now it feels like he's just a guy. Yeah, he's gimmickless Roderick Strong at this point. I know, and I think if people don't know you, like, if they didn't follow your career, I don't yeah. think that gimmick works for anyone. Like, even the big stars had more gimmicks when they started. Sure. John, yeah. John Cena. Hmm. Was not always just a guy. Yeah. yeah. Rocky Maivia was not just a guy. <laughs> That's right. Before um, he was Dwayne, he was like a native dude or something. <laughs> the ringmaster. Uh, I will say that on NXT this week, they showed the interview from Roderick Strong. And I think uh, that, that I thought that was really good. I like the way that he speaks in the interview. He's got a very natural sound to him. Um, but yeah, we need more of that. Like, I need to get to know this guy instead of just kind of seeing him wrestle. Like, he's good at what he does. Yeah. A little bit more. Um, but a win over Andrade Elmas, I guess, right now is a big thing. Mm -hmm. So, maybe he's... On his way to something big? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what they're doing? Uh, first surprise of the night, Authors of Pain defeating DIY and winning the NXT Tag Team Championships at 14 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, also cementing the fact that DIY can get a good match out of literally anyone because this match was actually really, really good, and we weren't sure if that was going to be possible with the Authors of Pain. Not being horrible. I don't think they're the worst, but uh, they still are seem pretty green to me, but I thought it was a really good match. I, uh, I remember right at the beginning being like, yeah, I think DIY keeps the titles. I have no idea how you believably have them win, but I think they keep the titles. And then just as it kept going on and as they – Kept like countering everything with power spots. I was like, I fucking seriously don't know how it's they not, win this match. I'm pretty sure all this is a fan are gonna win. Uh, yeah, and they did. So the 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 prophecy has been foretold in that big dusty book that Paul Ellering carries around with him mm -hmm. and reads from to people. Yeah, he's like a grandpa. Three. He's like he's like your grandpa that just reads to you. I brought a book. <laughs> 
So if they're the authors of the pain, what's the name of the book then? Pain. Pain. Just pain? I guess. Yeah, well, they're the authors. Oh, yeah. they're the authors of pain. Okay. Yeah. So they wrote pain. Yeah. yeah. Pain. It's a, it's a it's a work in motion. Yeah, it's still being it's written pretty, as they progress. So right? working title? Yeah, like a biography. Exactly. <laughs> uh then you have the ladies match. Oscar, Nikki Cross, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. Uh we did not get our uh, ideal finish of one of the two of Peyton Royce or and or Billy Kay just laying down, laying down <laughs> and taking the pin. You know, actually Oscar ended up picking up the win at 955. In this match, uh, it had its spots. They put Nikki, they being uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, put Nikki Cross through the announce table at the top of the ramp. That was her. She was out for the rest of the match. Yeah. Uh, it was actually a pretty good bump, too. It was very, mm-hmm. very, very safe, but yep. it looked good, yep, which totally. was cool. I think um, that's what you want, though, is a bump to be safe or you like, oh, yeah. No risk. Absolutely. But still believable enough. And yeah. how often do you see ladies go through a table like that? Yeah, not like often. A, yeah. Not in a long, long time. So I love how, like, for the Nikki Cross character of Crazy Girl, one table bump done, just yeah, done. Yeah, well, like they, I thought it. I thought it worked because it was like you didn't want to see her lose. Yes, you didn't want to see her take the pin or anything for. So for her to just take like a massive spot and be out of the match, then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. It was a decent now way to Oscar, write her Oscar's off. Is going to kick the shit out of both of you, right? And, and I like how they they kind of worked together, singled out Oscar because she had been taken out on the outside, and then they go take care of Nikki Cross, and they come back in, and Oscar kind of hulked up and. And got the win there. So I thought it was good booking in that match. And Oscar continues her role. It's got to be Amber Moon, right? Like Amber Moon is the one that's going to. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they set up that angle on NXT this week where it's like, um, oh, Ember Moon said she's coming for your title. And Oscar's like, Ember Moon? Does she even work here? And you're like, holy shit, Oscar. Yeah. With the sick burns. She's a bitch. Uh, main event, Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura for the NXT Championship. This went 27 minutes and 15 seconds. And Bobby and that last Roode. seven minutes or so <laughs> was fucking off the hook. Bobby Roode wins uh, his first NXT championship. They played up uh, a knee injury with Shinsuke Nakamura in this match. Uh, and he kept, you know, fighting through the pain. And they were telling this big story of him trying to overcome it and still win it anyways. And mm. it ultimately led to him losing. Uh, and Bobby Roode with that title looks fucking great. That's perfect. Yeah. It's, it's going to be great. He, yeah. he looks like a like a pro wrestling champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's got that look down. And, like, that entrance with the jacket is only going to look that much better with that gold around his waist, too. So, right. uh, I, But that being said, still a surprise to all three of us, mm-hmm. all four of us, including Boris. I think we all had Shinsuke mm-hmm. to win that match and the, the, titles, uh, the tag titles to stay there, too. So. They did surprise us on a couple of these. Now, yeah. I have a question. Did they swerve us with, because you guys, have you seen the the TV taping picture with Chris Hero there? Yeah. We were discussing that. Yeah. So I didn't see any of this, so, which puts me at a disadvantage. Did they pull an audible during this match and Shinsuke got hurt and that's why they had to give the belt to Bobby Roode? No, I don't think Shinsuke actually got hurt. I don't think it's a real injury. You don't I think just, it is? I just think maybe they just did that segment and they weren't ever planning on airing it. Well, because like, and then Hero's there in the background. Yeah. Of uh, when they take Knack backstage, so I like I have no idea what the fuck's happening right now. Yeah, I I honestly think that that's uh, that's all it was is that they just did that and weren't actually planning on airing that segment, and then they just let social media go nuts to say, "Holy shit, Chris Hero, blah 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 blah." Yeah, blah, build this which buzz. It did, and then I, I don't know. I don't, maybe maybe they did change their their mind last minute on the show, or not last minute, but since those tapings yeah. happened and went, "No, we're gonna leave the." 
or we're going to flip the title on to Bobby Roode. So I guess we worst case scenario, anymore. yeah, you just don't air it and you fill that time with some sort the of The only unfortunate bullshit. thing of that is that that was your first glimpse of Chris Hero is him just kind of like checking on Nakamura. And, and he's like, like, all right, man. It's like, but that's always how they debut these guys. It's always like a little like, ah, it's fucking Bobby Roode just walked through the true. hallway. It's like, true. Yeah. Or you have Bobby Roode in the crowd and you're like, yeah. is he signed? Yeah. yeah. Austin, yeah. I right, saw so Austin Aries just sitting there. <laughs> no, I think he had a legit debut, didn't he? Who? Austin Aries? Austin yeah, he Aries. Did. Well, I mean, they yeah. all did, but I think you saw him. Did we? For the first time before that, yeah. Yeah, he was like at a takeover. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, James Storm. James Storm is the one that had a legitimate yeah. debut oh, yeah. with Otis. And then he was like, no, nah, back to TNA, I'm going. Yeah. Uh, good show. Not the best from NXT, uh, but we kind of knew that heading in, that it wasn't going to be the greatest just because they're still... It met expectations, I think. Yeah, they seem to be in that transition phase of the last crop is gone, we're trying to establish new characters, and though the Bobby boy, they got to do thing, that fast. Like, the Bobby Roode thing blew my mind. Like, at the end of the night, I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, if yeah. I could say one thing for this show, it's that it, it caught me off guard on at least two or three matches. Yeah. Now, I know that they're doing house shows, I think, this weekend. So if we can just make it through those house shows without fucking hot-shotting this title back onto Shinsuke, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'd like it to stay on somebody for a while, if not, like, until the next takeover, if possible, because mm-hmm. it seems like that belt has kind of bounced around over the, a lot over the past couple of months. Yeah, like, who do you think is your, your, your next baby face up? Yikes. If you didn't want to do Shinsuke, like, if you're going to play that injury angle. If Ty Dillinger stays down in NXT... But then what has he done to earn it, though? Probably, yeah, yeah that's true. The problem, right? only lose. You don't want to do Eric Young because that's heel-heel. Roderick Strong, I guess. Yeah, it might, it might actually be <laughs> Build Roddy as a face, please. I think, he, oh, I think he's definitely a face. No, me too. But it's yeah. just like I think he's so much more believable as a heel. I agree. Because he's, he's a dick. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyways, that was NXT. Uh, and then on Sunday, we, of course, had the Royal Rumble. Uh, which was, I thought, a really, really good pay-per-view. One of the best start-to-finish that we've seen in a while. Yeah, I, w- I will say it fucking ended on a wet fart a little bit for me. Um, but it, it was so strong up until then that I was like, ah, that's a good show. That was a mm-hmm. good show. Uh, so the pre-show had three matches. First one was Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, and Naomi taking on Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia. Uh, faces win that one. Yeah, I got nothing out of that. <laughs> that wasn't uh, wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. I didn't even see that match. But it was fine. It was a fine one to miss, Scotty. We had a Mickey James nipple slip in that match, though. So. What? We did not catch it. No, I didn't catch that thong thing either until Warren showed me. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> match two was Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson taking on Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team Championships, in which we had two referees. Assigned to that match due to the fuckery that had been happening. There's been a lot of fuckery Last in this program. Of, yes, yes. Uh, and uh, Gallows and Anderson pick up the win. This they was flipped the title. Yeah. Also surprising. And wasn't through the cleanest of means, but it also wasn't super like we cheated to win. Yeah. He grabbed the tights, I guess, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like over the top heels. Holy shit, they really got away with that one. Right. Um, but yeah, you flip the titles. Uh, there, one of the rest ate a mighty, a mighty, mighty broke yeah, kick. Like yeah, to the face. Yeah, <laughs> it was Game a hell, Art, hell of a bump. Game Time Art made a gif of that, and I watched it like in repeat. I was just like, yeah. "Whoa!" Watch this guy go down. Tremendous. And at that point, you knew in the Rumble, Cesaro and Sheamus are probably going to try to toss each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, well, they immediately teased dissension. Dissension after that match. 
then the uh, third match was a squash match. Five minutes, ten seconds is how long it took Nia Jax to defeat Sasha Banks. Yeah, cra- it was weird. But if they are building to that fatal four-way at WrestleMania, there's obviously a reason for that, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because oh, uh, Sasha was hurt, and she keeps going at her even though she's hurt, and she keeps getting destroyed. So hopefully the angle is she comes back healthy, and whether she wins or not, she probably doesn't get squashed in five minutes. Yep. A one-sided affair, that yeah, one. Absolutely. Absolutely. The um, show was pretty underwhelming. Yeah. yeah wasn't, not the tag special. match was, like, decent. The tag match was all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but it wasn't anything that was... And I thought the Nia Jax squash match was interesting, because as soon as Nia right. Jax pinned her, I was like, Jesus Christ, they only got, like, three moves in there. Uh, Sasha got, like, three moves in there. Yeah, not necessarily entertaining, but interesting storyline-wise, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, first regular match of the night was uh, Charlotte Flair and Bayley. Uh, this match went 13 minutes, 5 seconds, and Charlotte Flair defends her title and continues her streak to, I don't know, how many? Uh, like 11. I'm yeah. a fool for picking Bailey. Yeah, I, uh, I I agree. I shouldn't have done that, but... We're foolish. Sometimes you got to pick to try and win. There's a little bit of strategy behind making your pick sometimes. I've literally never done anything but just pick the people I thought was going to win. Well, I try and win. That's what I go for. The I W's. pick with my heart. The W's is what I'm all about. But, uh, yeah, I think that's the right move. You should keep that title on, on Charlotte moving towards Mania and then have the moment probably of Bailey winning it there, mm-hmm. a la Daniel Bryan, and then the moment of Sasha Banks turning heel on her. Sure. That's what I'm hoping for. You can do whatever you want to do after that. Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Notice qualification match for the Universal Championship in which Chris Jericho was suspended in a shark cage above the ring. Fun fact about this match, despite probably being told a hundred times, I did not know this was no DQ until the match started. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, 22.55 is how long this one went. And Kevin Owens, surprisingly to me, me retains too. his title. Mm-hmm. Even though I picked him. Uh, <laughs> it was surprising that he actually retained it. There was a couple of moments where you could see things shaping up in this match, and I thought for sure that it was going to be, oh, yeah, Roman's going to win it. but. Nope. He didn't. You had at, at the the biggest surprise was the Braun Strowman thing coming out because it just seemed like it didn't make sense, but kind of in a good way. They cleared like, it up well on Monday, right? I think anyway. Um, but yeah, it was like, what the, f- what does this mean? Why is Braun out here yeah. doing these things? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was that, a good I match. That was a really good match. There's yeah. some cool crazy bumps in it. There's the one table spot where like Owens just splashes on Reigns. Yeah. And, like, just blew the table up. Yeah, like that that table leg just yeah. gave out. And, and that was a lot of body weight coming down. When he fell through the stack of chairs, too, I was like, ah, that looks like it could go so wrong if one of those, like, chairs stayed standing and you just, like, mm-hmm. broke your neck on it. <laughs> yeah, that was cool spots in there. Impaled yourself on a chair. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Neville and Rich Swan for the Cruiserweight Championship. 14 minutes exactly on that one. And uh, in my opinion, the right decision was made. You put the title on Neville in that match. Yeah, let the boy run with it. He is the most... He seems way better than all the cruiserweights in this fake sport. <laughs> yes, I agree. He just seems leagues above with yeah. his character right now. And Swan's got a storyline ankle injury right now. From this match? Is that yeah. what they're going for? Yeah, yeah, that's what they ran with the, the storyline on 205 this I week. I can't wait to watch him just beat the living piss out of TJ Perkins next. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> that's what it's all about is just him fucking mopping up P- yeah, TJ. He should go on like an Oscar-like run of just destroying people. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Till Tozawa beats him. Till Oscar beats him. Oh. 
<laughs> I mean, she technically would qualify as yes. a cruiserweight, I'm sure. That's so Because right. that would also be great. It works. Uh, then, uh, in my opinion, the match of the night, well, yeah, match of the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John I'm, Cena. I'm with you. AJ Styles, 24 minutes, 10 seconds long for the WWE Championship. Uh, these guys tore it down again. I was a little bit worried about what to expect from it just because they had done a lot of matches last year and mm -hmm. wasn't sure what they had up their sleeve. And they had but fucking they... great matches last year, so you didn't know what else. Yeah, what, if what they could, could top them. Yeah. They continued that trend, though. Uh, John Cena wins his 16th world title in yeah. this match as well. But And I really like, like, I think they made AJ look as strong as they possibly could in the loss. Like having Absolutely. him yeah. kick out of that top rope, AA, and then have John Cena do his new that we've never Roll seen through. before, double AA spot and and pin him. It was like, wow, he's never had to pull that out before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the, the I don't even know what the fuck you call that move, the jumping, flipping powerbomb thing that Cena does. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the best that's, he's ever the done Canadian that Destroyer? No. No, it's not. No, Canadian not that? Destroyer is a pile. It's right? like that. Same oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's similar it's like to a sunset, the It's like a sunset flip, but Standing. there's no ropes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sunset Destroyer? I mean, oh, it's still a power bomb yeah. at the end of the day. I don't know. Either way, it's. Uh, he, I thought that was the best one that he's ever hit. Yeah, because most of the time, or a lot of the time, back when he was doing it on Owens all the time, he'd do that, like, get on his back and then, like, catapult himself up yes. and then finish it. This it was just all one fluid, fluid motion. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, boom, he hit it. Tremendous. Um, I highly recommend that you watch that match. If you haven't watched this pay-per-view yet, that's contender for match of the year already they never leave the ring too like psychology yeah. wise it's mm -hmm. crazy they never leave the ring to go kill time or take a breather mm -hmm. very good tremendous uh then your royal rumble match dun, 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 dun. first entrant big cast i believe one person had it jason Ooh. keesler had big cast there was uh as soon jason as, as soon as they brought him out we were like Oh, yeah, give him that promo time. Yeah, <laughs> it's total sense. Yeah. I, know, I did the exact I'm same thing where I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Good. Yeah. Uh, number two, Chris Jericho. Sure. You know what? I almost picked him because it, uh, his name is just, for some reason, attached to number two for me. And I know I've picked him for number two in past Rumble Pools. Yeah. And this time I was like, oh, I'm not going to fucking do it again. Especially because he might be involved in his title, in that Owens title match. Should give him a little bit of time. Oh, fucking number two. Here he comes. Yep. Why two, um, Jay? And he was your longest lasting as well, which quite a few people had. He lasted 13, no, <laughs> an hour and point thirteen of a second. An hour, what this okay. is listed. 13 tenths? Yes. Um, you broke that record? Out, out of the ring for like 50 of those. <laughs> yes, exactly. He was not in this. To the point where when I calculated the scores, I completely forgot that he was in the final four. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 he got him. And then I'm like, holy fuck, he was in the final four. Yeah. So I had to like go back and like see who picked Re, yeah. him and oh, yeah. add points back on. But I, got points I thought he was going to win it at one point. I was like, how many times he kept <gasps> dipping out? I, I, had a, like... I had a moment when we were watching where I was like, Warren, let's not fucking forget that this is what we thought was going to yes. happen the whole time until yeah. things changed. Uh, number three was Kalisto, unannounced uh, entrant mm -hmm. into the Rumble. Uh, dwindling down the opportunities for surprises already. He's got no pants now. There's a little fucking yeah. weird thingy. That was a weird thingy. Uh, Mojo <laughs> was number four, which is great because I was excited that he would point to the sign. Unfortunately, nobody pointed to the sign. Yeah, Randy Orton did so. after the match was over. A couple people had that, yeah. said that nobody would, so good on you on picking yeah. that one. Uh, number five was Jack Gallagher. I love that he was in this. Me they too. did the quick little spot with Jericho and the umbrella, <laughs> did his comedy spot, and then got thrown the fuck out, which is great. Yeah, I loved it. 
There's one cruiserweight you're going to get over. That's the guy. That's the sure. guy. Uh, Mark Henry, another unannounced entrant at number six. Big Texan, though. Makes yep. sense. He got a good pop. Texas. He did get a good pop. Uh, and he had uh, one elimination, which is uh, not bad for him. Yep. Um, actually, he, he eliminated Gallagher, I believe. Yeah, he tossed he him out. He was the one that finally tossed he him. He caught him when he tried to do the Mary Poppins thing. Mm-hmm. That was funny. And then threw him out and he did the Mary Poppins thing. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Number seven was Braun Strowman, who uh, did your first kind of come in and clear house dealie. There was a couple of those that they did. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of the moment match. where you're like, ah, Braun's good, but I don't know if he's in the final four, if he's in this early just because of his own stamina. Well, and I had him to go the longest, too. Uh, right, so I was so. kind of excited when he came out that early. I yeah. was like, okay, just get Chris out of there, and then we'll be okay. But <laughs> No one get Chris out of there. did not happen. He did have the most eliminations with seven, so mm-hmm. if you picked him, which a lot of people did. A lot did of people did. Yeah. As well. Um, good on you. If you saying something? Uh, well, there, you get double the points on him because you could pick him for most eliminations, and then you could pick him out of the group. Or Although there be... was some people that didn't. <laughs> didn't do that. I know, strange. which is like... <laughs> Learn to read, that pod listeners. Uh, then you had Sami Zayn at number eight. He was the only one that they announced ahead of time what number he would enter in. They did the the raffle. I popped thing. when they had the tumbler. I was, I was displeased with this. Uh, yeah, because I was we, like... we both had him for number one. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, the one guy that you yeah. reveal <laughs> is the guy that we fucking wanted to come out number one. But and I wrote down all my picks. As soon as that one happened, I crossed it right off. I was like, fuck, there's points I'm not getting. Uh, but I did like that he came in right after Strowman. That was uh, well booked because he kind of had that moment of him kind of fighting him off. So that was good. And then immediately after that, you bring Big Show out, which they had also teased with Braun Strowman. Uh, but Braun actually got the better Big Show before he did anything. He eliminated Big Show. So maybe that's a good be spot for him in between program for Mania. Maybe. Uh, and then entrant number 10. By God, they actually did it. Ty Dillinger. I was very excited. Fuck when that music hit. I was, I was, I was so conflicted on if it was gonna happen. Like right when you were waiting for that music to hit, you're like, "Oh, they're gonna, they have to fucking do it." But at the same time, they're like, "That's a WWE. Of course, they're not gonna fucking do it." That's the beauty of it. They kind of spin this whole thing on its head in that everyone wanted it to happen. So then you hit this point of, well, now they know that we all know that we want this to happen. So there's no way it'll happen. And then they do it, and it's almost a surprise in and of itself because you're like, "Holy shit, they did do it." Yeah. Uh, and I'm so glad they did. It was really your only big surprise entrant in this match. Uh, yeah, he's the only real surprise. Your only NXT guy too. So mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it a lot. He didn't really have an impact, which makes me think that for sure he's going to stick around in NXT and not necessarily come up to the main roster yeah. right away, which isn't the worst thing either. Uh, but he got to do his. He ha- he had his moment. He got mm-hmm. to do the ten thing, and the crowd went fucking bananas. They popped huge for him when he came out. So. He got to wear his little ring jacket. From the night before, his yes. Count Tenula or whatever. <laughs> There's no way he drew number 10 either. <laughs> hey, it's, it's just like... Luck of the draw, Brando. Well, he, just, he crumpled up the sign that he takes with him and just pretended like a <laughs> sleight of hand. Yeah. I'm like, oh, number 10. Hey, they should have showed that. If they're, I guess it ruins the surprise. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number 11 was James Ellsworth. He was your shortest entrant. Ooh, got that one right. Shortest time entrant, 15 seconds. Uh, yeah, a couple of people had that right. I uh, also had him, so he beat Enzo by two seconds. It was I close. know it was close when Enzo was in there. I was like, I think Ellsworth, but I don't know. No. Like I'm not confident in it. I was um, I was happy for you guys because I almost picked Enzo, and I would have been real pissed <laughs> if I changed my pick and then yeah, uh, Enzo was not even announced. So no. if you did pick him, that does kind of suck. But 
Uh, then number 12 was Dean Ambrose, who uh, didn't have an elimination either. He was in there for 25 minutes and didn't do anything, really. Oh, that's fucked. 25 kind of minutes insane. without knocking a guy out of the ring. Yeah. Impressive in and of itself. He said before the match, his strategy was just kind of blend in, maybe hang on to the bottom rope. So he, he did He did that. Hide under Big Show's armpit. Yeah. Maybe he knew like he was getting game. zero eliminations when he got that promo. Maybe. <laughs> uh, 13 was Baron Corbin, who would eventually eliminate Braun Strowman after uh, they hit him with like three super uh, finishers. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of was the final straw to push him over the ropes. Yep. So they yeah, hit him with Braun. a fast-ass clothesline. Yep. And Sami Zayn was so stoked, too. He's like pointing to Baron Corbin. He's like, he's the man. <laughs> he's the man. And Baron Corbin just looks at him. He's like, fuck off. Yeah. Go back to ROH. Yeah, go. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the least correct. Kofi Kingston at 14. His big spot this year was he was standing on the top rope and then backed off because Braun Strowman went after him. Braun then, like, swiped at his feet and he did, like, a belly bump onto the corner post. The big uh, LED kind of slid yeah. off and was hanging and pulled himself back in. So not quite as epic as other ones, but he's, what has he got left? How many more ideas can yeah. you have? Doesn't really? he's got nothing to prove to us? Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's done some he insane do. ones. I want to shit on it, but I'm like, when it happened, I was like, "Okay, cool." There, there it was, was your one. It was almost year. like an homage. Yeah, like Kofi being like, "Remember when I used to do this fucking crazy shit? Well, I can't do that anymore." Well, I bet but... you that fucking front bump didn't feel great either. No, because that's a no fucking give. yeah, exactly. But uh, fifteen was Miz. He uh, lasted thirty-two minutes in the uh, Royal Rumble. Sheamus at sixteen. Big E at seventeen. Who got carded in? Yes, yeah. that we should talk about that. Big you E, you guys, yeah. Um, Braun, Braun, the Big Show, Big Show, and Bray Wyatt. All they had this like golf cart, too chubby to run. With the thing that you can stand on the back and hang on, and they would just because in in their defense, it's a long ass fucking entryway. Oh, yeah. for how big the Alamo Dome is, for sure. Um, I felt bad for guys like Ty Dillinger who did kind of run, and you're like, oh, you're gonna be blown up by the time well, you get Mark to the Henry ring. had to fucking walk the thing. Yeah. Which is, it's weird that they decided that this is... Because they did it for people that they didn't need to show coming out, right? Like, they, they didn't need to show their trip down the ring. Right. Because they, they never showed them. Well, getting... they, they did. They show them at the top of the ramp, come through the curtain. Yeah, but they and never they showed them getting the carded. Ring, and then like, they would yeah. just get driven, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe for certain guys, they just wanted them in there for a certain spot before the next buzzer hit. Yeah. Or... I don't know like what if you're gonna be able to get all your there. stuff in before the fucking next guy comes in, we're gonna have to race yeah. it down there. And they don't want to make him run to the ring and be fucking gassed by the time he yeah. gets there either. So, uh, Rusev comes in at 18, uh, Cesaro at 19. We did get the the uh, dissension between them where he kind of was about to swing Sheamus and then had to stop, and then Sheamus tried to eliminate him, and I forget they both got eliminated by. Jericho? Jericho? Yeah, I want to say it was Chris Jericho. When he finally came back in the ring and then dumped him and then got mm. the hell out of there again. Uh, 20 was Xavier Woods, uh, who all three of the New Day got eliminated by Cesaro and Sheamus, and then yep. Jericho came in and got Cesaro and Sheamus. So there you go. It was a very quick one-two there. Uh, Bray Wyatt at 21. 22 Apollo Crews, which is unfortunate. That, that was underwhelming. When his music hit, I was like... Oh. Could you, not give less of a shit. You're getting this spot? He was in there for five minutes, so Fucking didn't a. last very long. Uh, 23 was Randy Orton. Uh, 24, Dolph Ziggler. Then Luke Harper at 25. 
who immediately turned on Bray Wyatt upon getting in there. Yeah, this was cool. Uh, he hit the discus clothesline on Bray. Um, For me, one of the two most interesting spots in the Rumble. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just because it was immediate. He walked in there, and they kind of all looked at each other, and he just, boom. Yeah, went for him. it. And then this fucking he got, he got tossed, didn't he? Because they fucking teamed up on him? Uh, no, Goldberg got him. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. so. Uh, Brock Lesnar came out after Luke Harper. He did a quick uh, little blitz of eliminations. I think, yeah, three is what it says here that he had. He just hit a bunch of suplexes yeah. as well. a couple F5s, throwing people around. Uh, Enzo Mori comes out at 27, which is kind of a cool moment. They uh, He got himself all amped up, as they love to do in matches sort of thing, and got in there and... Uh, he took uh, a couple bumps and then got eliminated at 18 <laughs> seconds. Very quickly. <laughs> yes, 18 seconds. And uh, just so we're all clear, 18 for him and Ellsworth uh, listed on Wikipedia is 15. So three seconds difference. Close. It's burn burn. Very, very close. Uh, then Goldberg comes out at 28 and proceeds to destroy Brock Lesnar yet again. He yep. hit a spear on him and fucking threw him over the rope. Like that quick. It yep. was just an immediate thing. I was yelling. I was Close like, ah! <laughs> Which is exciting, though. Like, Because yeah. I was worried that was going to become the storyline of, like, the Rumble. And when they had something like that, it was reassuring, where you're like, okay, cool. Like, this is a fun event. Sure. Mm. Uh, then The Undertaker at 29, he must have got carded, too. That, that guy takes... No, he fucking was hiding somewhere oh, and reappeared right. when and the, the light lights came, on. came out. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Because we were commenting on that leading up to it. We're like, no, Jesus... Right. It takes him 30 minutes to get to a regular ring. Never yeah. mind a fucking Alamo Dome long-ass ramp. Yeah. Uh, right. I forgot that they did that. That was actually... I, again, I like that, too. I like that he just kind of Good way to get him there quick. This holy shit moment. Yeah. Um, and then number 30. Big surprise. Everyone's on the edge of their seat. Oh, Who's it going to be? Gonna be? Who's it going to be? And it's Roman Reigns. Jesus. Boo this man. Which... Um, I don't even dislike Roman Reigns, but no, why do you keep all. doing this? I don't like that they use him as a troll because that's the only reason that he was in this match is so that they were probably heading into this match thinking, well, we're going to have Randy Orton win, and people might not be crazy about that idea because it's Randy Orton and he's been around for a while. So you know how we'll make them like Randy Orton winning? Give them the we're going to troll him with Roman Reigns, yeah. and then they'll cheer the fuck out of Randy Orton when he finally eliminates Roman Reigns. Yeah. Not before Roman Reigns eliminates The Undertaker. Oh, that made me mad. <laughs> and uh, and looks at him and says, this is my yard now. So that's WrestleMania, there you go. Thinking that's what they do there. And be- you know what? Benefit of the doubt, if they're going to flip Roman heel and have him be a heel, uh, then yes, I'm in. Or, or if he stays face, Undertaker beats him, and that's what turns him heel, I'm also in. Yeah, sure. But... It's got to be, you got to get the wheels. It's got to be a Roman Reigns heel turn one way or the other. Yes. Uh, So your final four were Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. Yep. Yep. And uh, Roman Reigns was out first. Uh, Jericho was out first. Right. Jericho was out first. Then Reigns got uh, Bray, and then Orton got Reigns. Yes. Caught him with the he went for the spear, caught him with the RKO, and then mm-hmm. and you got awesome. you got Bray out of there without Randy having to eliminate him or do any sort of thing with that mm-hmm. situation. Um, so yeah, it was good. Like you say, it was a little bit of a dull ending, just because I think that Roman Reigns thing deflated a lot, a lot of people, people because yeah. we it just felt like we had everyone that was announced in there. You knew that there was still one spot left. 
and he could have done something fun and cool. You're thinking and maybe Joe, maybe, maybe Balor, because you didn't know at that time what he was doing. He got the uh, especially because <laughs> especially because we were thinking, like I said to you, I was like, if 29 is Undertaker, 30 will be big, something big, right? Because if if they if they have kind of a, a like I said a, a wet fart for 29, then it makes sense. Okay, you finish on Undertaker at 30. That's a strong 30. And number 30, but then as soon as it was Undertaker 29, I was like, fuck, they must have something planned for 30. It was Roman they Reigns. <laughs> they had something planned, all right. Uh, and yeah. they kind of got what they wanted in that I was like, well, at least it was Randy and not Roman. So that they did get what they wanted by putting Roman Reigns in there. But at the end of the day, it was also like, ah, Randy Orton's still kind of in the bottom of the more interesting mm. winners you could have. It Although like, he is he is as interesting as he's been in some time. And that's the thing. It's more interesting, the prospect of, okay, who's going to be the champion? And that's the other deflating thing is that you think, okay, so Cena's the champion. Holy shit, we're getting Orton and Cena again? Like, is that what's going to happen? Yeah. But then you think, ah, maybe they change it. And yeah, maybe Bray gets that thing in elimination. It changer. excites you for the future. Right. Uh, but, but still you have a, a second where bit, it feels like yeah. same old shit where you're like, oh, because this ab- matchup again? After it sinks in, who won the Royal Rumble? And you get over if you liked it or you hated it. All it becomes is like, okay, you're in a main event at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You could be fucking anywhere going for any. Like, there, it could be any matchup still. Yeah. And it so. doesn't necessarily even mean you're going to win. No, it certainly doesn't mean. There's, there's Look at Dave Batista. That's true. He thought he was going to win. He lost. He did lose. Poor bastard. And then he never, he never came back. No, no, that's not true. He came back for a while. The biggest gripe about this match, as far as I've seen on social media, and I, I'll I'll loop myself in on this too. I want I like my rumble to have some surprises. Yeah, this didn't have. I mean, Ty was one, and that was really the only legitimate surprise not on the active roster. And even that, you predicted. Yeah, or you'd rumored. We like all it was literally thought it might happen. It was literally impossible for you to get the two surprises right. Because there yeah. was only there one. There was only one. Yeah. So if you had tie, then you got 10 out of the possible 20 points that go along in that category. Yeah. Um, I I think, yeah, it, it it's a weird thing because I'm upset that there wasn't more surprises, but I'm also kind of happy that they have 30 guys that they can put in there and have it still kind of seem legitimate with the exception of maybe Apollo Crews. Yeah, who um, seemed like a stretch. And Ellsworth. And Ellsworth. Yeah, but you got to have your com- – they love their comedy Oh, you got to have right? a comedy jobber in there to get tossed quick. Yeah, which is weird that they did that with Enzo at 27, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get that that was just because Lesnar was in there and you wanted to I get him. almost wish Cruz and um, Enzo weren't in there and there would have been two randoms. Uh, and I was telling Brando about, like, you didn't really necessarily need to have Sheamus and Cesaro in there either, I don't think. Not necessarily. Uh, like, they we'd seen them already – you can just progress that storyline without them really having done anything. Like I liked the the swing spot was kind of cool, but unfortunately there was like two or three guys in there that were like Big E. Yeah. Or it's like, okay, why would you do Big E last? Because you're fucking gas now, and he's like an inch off of the mat. So. I think I think that was also kind of the comedy spot because he like kind of got him, and he's just like, Jesus, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing with me is I feel like you know, I feel like they'd have no problem pulling those guys if they had the surprises lined up. Like, I don't think it was like, no, we don't have room for surprises. We need to get all these people in here. I feel like it's like you put the feelers out for your surprises. You don't get anything you like. So then you're like, okay, fill it up with our roster guys. Or, or they've just moved on and they don't want to do surprises anymore. Sure. Because I was reading a thing. I don't really care about seeing like old 60-year-old legends come back. Right. And, and yeah. that's the thing. I don't want those ones. I want 
Yeah, like like a an RVD that's maybe in for just the one and done one night contracts. Yeah, the Bubba thing. Ray. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like those kind of things are okay, but um, yeah. Kurt Angle. <laughs> a lot of people had him in the pool, man. Yeah, a no, lot I, of people had him in the pool. I wasn't entirely convinced he was. Actually, you know what? That's uh, what I wanted for 30. When it was 30, I was like, come on. <laughs> let's hear that music. The night before when we were watching TakeOver, it clicked in my head. I was like, Shelton Benjamin's probably fucking due back. Yeah. Like, he's probably healed up. He's probably ready to go pretty soon. What if he's like 30 or something? Or, that would have been better than Apollo. Or three. Shelton yeah. Benjamin would have been a great... AJ Styles uh, number. Absolutely. Yeah. People would have popped. But. Go for like 20 minutes and GTFO. <laughs> yeah. And and with regardless of what happened on Monday Night Raw, after seeing how things panned out, I was actually pretty happy that Samoa Joe didn't debut at the Rumble because mm-hmm. I feel like if he's not going to go in there and win and it, win it, then why would you debut him there anyway? Mm-hmm. So this worked. Yeah. This yeah. I. Didn't didn't have a problem with the rumble match itself. It had its duller moments, but it wasn't a complete dud. But it was a like very it, it was just a very safe Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. From the people they put in to the winner they picked. They did what they had to do. Yeah. Braun got the eliminations, which we all kind of knew would happen. Yeah. You keep him strong and they they hit the, the 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 two big thumbs up they hit for me was progressing the Bray Wyatt stuff, and I loved Goldberg kicking the shit out of Brock again. Yeah. Because I think they that is a really interesting way to build Goldberg Lesnar three, which you maybe don't want to see again, and I don't blame you if you don't. But if you are going to build to that, I think the idea of having Brock Lesnar, your most dominant guy for the last three or four years, just getting his ass handed to him over and over again, yeah. and then have his little redemption story. I agree. It just it just the only thing that's weird about that to me is that they kind of well, they're not kind of that they're they're booking Brock Lesnar as this heel, yet I. I am almost more excited to see him walk into WrestleMania and fucking just put the wood on or put the beat on uh, on Goldberg. Yeah, well, well, sure. And it's I think weird that I'm I think they that want him to be the heel like they want Brock Lesnar to be the heel. But it is funny for us who don't really care about faces and heels as much as hmm. a lot of people to be like, yeah, just like Goldberg's just a superhero, unbeatable superhero. Maybe they get their holy shit moment from the kids when he goes in and yeah. beats Brock Lesnar. Could be. Because the kids have only seen two. Dominant Goldberg. Yeah, and Goldberg's whooped them twice. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's get over to Monday Night Raw then. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across the nation. And it's a sense to cause the face of fraud that messes with me. The Laredo Energy Arena in Laredo, Texas. Laredo. Is that what it is? I think so. Laredo Tomato. Laredo Tomato Tomato. Doesn't matter. Close enough. I'm not a Texan. I live in the Texas of Canada, though. Is that what we are? I guess so. Yeah, Alberta's kind of the Texas of Yeah, closest. Farm raised beef, oil fields, and. Hillbillies. Just, yeah, big trucks. Except we actually need them because of the snow. Yeah. They just get them because that's because it's dope. what you do. I uh, was in White Court today, and a lot of young, young kids driving giant trucks mm. uh, calling us all sorts of derogatory things. Oh. Yeah. Oh, care to, care to say what you were called, Brando? No. It's no, a good I look for White Court. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Stay classy, White Court. Congrats. Fuckers. 
Uh, show opens with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho in the ring. Owens thanks Jericho for giving him the moral support he needed to make it through Sunday night's Universal Championship match. Uh, Braun Strowman comes out who explains that he attacked Roman Reigns during the match, both because he hates Reigns, tying in with the spear that him and Goldberg gave to uh, Strowman a couple weeks ago, and to get the title match that Owens had promised him. Owens says, I don't know what you're talking about. He rolls the clip back of like some fucking throwaway segment backstage on Raw from, I think, early December even. So throwaway that I had to turn to you and ask, did that actually happen or did they (laughs) just shoot that? (laughs) I didn't Uh, think Braun was smart enough to come like be like, oh, hey, you owed me one. He probably filed it away. As soon as he said that, he probably took a little black book out of his pocket. That's what he said. Be careful what you wish for, which is great that they could throw back to that clip and be like, oh, here we are. Uh, Owens uh, denies the request. Foley then comes out and makes the match official for later in the evening. So, Braun Strowman getting his first fucking title match. Mm-hmm. I like how they explained this. It was brilliant. I, yep. This is great storytelling. Yep. Yeah. Well booked. And it made sense when you're like, oh, so that's why he came out. Because you're thinking, okay, did they, like, Kevin and Chris pay this guy off? Yeah. Or, like, what's the deal here? And it's like, no, no, no. He just wanted his title Dur- match. During the pay-per-view, they said, oh, don't forget, Roman speared him a couple weeks ago. Right. And I was like, I guess. But everyone fucking spears everybody in the <laughs> WWE. <laughs> that's, not, that's not grounds to come out. Uh, Sami Zayn and Chris Jericho have a match. Uh, Zayn picks up the win after hitting Jericho with an exploder suplex into the quarter, into the corner, rather. And then uh, a haluva kick to finish Jericho off. So it's a little surprising and a very big win for Sammy. Yeah. And a great I, match. I assume that's probably what you do uh, at this next pay per view. In the meantime, yeah, the U.S. title up for grabs. And as Maybe we said, flip it. As we said, yeah. Sammy Zayn is the perfect guy to finally convince Jericho that Owens is not actually in this friendship for yep. anything. Yeah, you can do some so maybe awful good it. storytelling with that. Maybe this is how that happens, and then you head towards Mania with uh, Jericho and Owens. Uh, Tony Nice who they seem to be starting to book a little bit stronger, at least on uh, on Raw. He's getting a bit of a push, it seems. Taking on Mustafa Ali. Uh, Ali set up for the 450 splash, but then Nice caught his foot, pulled him off the top rope, and then hit his little uh, running knee to get the win here. They uh, did a little, a little, a very, very, very strange interview at the top of the ramp with Austin Aries doing an interview, which, first of all, I'm like, Austin Aries doing this interview, I'm thinking, oh, this is the moment where he finally attacks somebody and says, I'm fucking healthy again. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. But it, but it did not heel, happen at all. And he was a heel. But he was interviewing being... a heel. <laughs> it was hilarious, though, where he's just like. It was, like, I guess he, like what he said was funny. But for me, I was just like, this is fucking stupid. Why did that happen? What is this for? I don't I don't know what it's for, what it's trying to set up. But I just think they're trying to get Austin Aries as like. Get him on camera as much as possible so fans know who he is when he does something. I guess. But, yeah, like, you got him do... at the announce desk. You don't why, need to do this. Why can't you fucking have Tony Nese go backstage and have him do this with Mustafa Ali? Yeah. Or or just, like, be a dick to Charlie Caruso. Yeah. Like, be as like, soon as oh, he was I being feel a... bad for Charlie. This guy's being a dick to her. She's just trying to do her job. Like, I just, I don't he know. He was being a, yeah, because he was being a dick to Nice, <laughs> And I was like, am I supposed to cheer for Nice here? Yeah. What's going on? It's very strange. I didn't didn't like that at all. Uh, that's my dud. I'm going to say that right now. Oh. That's, the night. that's a good dud. Uh, Seth Rollins appeared in the ring to once again call out Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie comes to the ring, tries to calm Rollins down. Uh, Rollins goes on about the authority, uh, finally pissed her off so that she said uh, she lied and said that Triple H was indeed on his way to Raw and has Rollins in his sights. 
Then we cut backstage and a limo pulls up. <laughs> I like this. And we're like, oh, you're going to do hey, this right yeah. away. All right. That's that a weird quick. transition. And He's then, on his way. And then Brock Lesnar gets out of the vehicle and it's like, oh, all right. That was a nice little. Which is cool because then you pop for that because you didn't know Brock was going to be there. Exactly. Uh, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Bailey in a mixed tag match against Charlotte Flair, Gallows, and Anderson. Bailey picks up the win for her team with a Bailey to belly on to Charlotte. I like the team of, of Sheamus and Cesaro with Bailey. She seemed like she was having fun with them. Yeah. Even just in the entrance where she's kind of, and Cesaro came out with the tassels on his yeah, arm. Yeah, the tassels. And, and he's like Brilliant. playing with uh, the big air buddies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, Sheamus yeah. is just looking at like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and like just the polar opposites of them is so fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, then we had Neville come out and cut a promo. So this is where I worry about the Neville character because he went from being this disgruntled guy that's like, hey, you forgot me in the Cruiserweight tournament. You forgot me in the 205 Live tournament, or in the uh, in the UK tournament, rather. I wasn't in the even in the Cruiserweight division. I'm here to prove myself as the best Cruiserweight. Into now, all of a sudden, he's literally... Like trying to do a king gimmick and being like, "Kiss my feet." He's a British king. I, I, yeah. Bow before your king, because it worked great for Barrett. I don't know if I like this. I hope that this was just a one-off thing and it just came across that way. I hope they're not trying to do a king gimmick I, for him. I like him calling himself the king of the cruiserweights, yeah. but don't do the stereotypical. Don't br- wrestler don't don't king. ever put a crown on. Don't no, ever have a scepter. Don't do that. Don't, don't have the fucking cape. The shawl just, or whatever. Just be the king of the cruiserweight. I like him being the pissed off guy that's like, you guys forgot me. Look at me now. Fuck yeah. all of you. Like, that works for him. And it also worked when he said he was the uncrowned king of the cruiserweights before he won. Mm. But now it's like, okay, maybe stop saying, like, don't lean on the king thing as hard. Yeah. Uh, so this was the coronation. His coronation, by the way, is what they were dubbing this. Rich Swan interrupted it. Uh, said that uh, the fight with Neville between Neville and the universe is all in his head and that he respects him. He reaches his hand out to shake. Neville tells Swan that he has to take a knee, uh, bend a knee to him instead. And uh, then Swan tries to leave. Neville says, don't turn your back on me, and then attacked him. This was like a really awkward segment because yeah. the crowd was super quiet for it. And again, I didn't like any of the whole Crowds don't care stuff. about cruiserweights. No. Like live crowds nope. just could care less. It's all just for the internet, it seems. Like, the the little niche audience that does care about 205 and those wrestlers, it's all on the internet. Yeah. Uh, then we have the title match. Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens. Prior to the start of the match, Strowman put Jericho through the announce table before heading to the ring. Uh, then the match starts. Strowman was pretty much dominating the entire time until Roman Reigns comes out, causes the disqualification with the Superman punch, and then after the bell, Reigns speared Strowman, then Owens uh, as well for good measure. So technically, Braun Strowman wins via DQ, but the title stays on Kevin Owens. A uh, little transparent in that. Yeah. I had that pretty much from the start that I figured, well, if... It's tough to get out of that any other way. Yeah, exactly. Unless you were going to put the title on Braun, which I guess there is a little bit of belief and they might do that. But... Yeah, I don't think here was the place. No, I agree. He'll have his moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come out to uh, address Lesnar's issues with Goldberg, and Paul Heyman proceeds to make promo gold yet again. We are entering the hour of incredible mic work on Monday Night Raw. No (laughs) kidding. Uh, He runs down a list of people who were destroyed by Brock, uh, and then Heyman insists on the yeah, but Goldberg, and then goes on this whole rant about 
Every every athlete's got a yeah butt. Yeah, exactly. Every, every greatest of all time has a yeah butt. Seattle Seahawks, yeah butt the interception in the Super Bowl. And this is great. Even on Twitter, people were doing the yeah butt thing yeah. well after Raw, and I was reading some of them, and they were fucking great. Oh, yeah. Heyman is just so good. Like yeah. he, uh, You can tell he, he put some fucking thought into this one. And he does what Heyman does best, where it comes all the way around to exactly what he started on. Yeah. And it just, like, he ties it up, and you're just like, Drops the oh, mic. that was nice. Oh, that felt good. It, like, goosebumps when I watch him do this. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like, and it's not pre-written for him. You can tell. Yeah. He has his idea. Okay, this is how I'm going to start. This is how I'm going to loop it. And then just goes out there and says, the, like, yeah. it's fucking. And it feels like it's been a while since we've got a real good one from him. Yeah. So th- this was, this was like, yeah, literally sitting there quietly the whole time. And then at the very end, just being like, well, that was fucking great. He makes Brock Lesnar so much better. Yeah. Like, if you were to remove Paul Heyman, if Paul Heyman were to piss off Vince again and they fired him, I think Brock Lesnar would be in big trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, he's still the dominant guy, but there's just something about this douchey little fat guy that tags along with him and yeah. says these things and he's got this big mouth and annoying voice. And the way he can build like perfectly. build a fight. Like, there's so many times where I haven't cared about a oh, Lesnar yeah. matchup and then Paul Heyman's like, and here's why you should care about the big fight on Sunday. And then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I should see that. Paul Heyman can do more to build up a match than most wrestlers can on their own that are really good on the mic. Yeah. Like, that's just how good Paul Heyman is. Imagine yeah. if he wasn't a short, chubby little Jewish guy and he was actually, like, had the body and genetics of a wrestler. That would have been uh, something, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to imagine that. That's, that's, that's stupid. A, that's a what if right there. Someone Photoshop Paul Heyman please, on Brock Lesnar's body. Please do. Uh, Nia Jax in a rematch against Sasha Banks. Uh, this was fucking... Actually, this might be my dud of the night now that I remember Yeah, this, this was also bad. This is my dud. Um, so it was more of a squash, more of the same from the night before. She squashed her, and then she had her in like... I don't even know what that was. It was like this weird submission dealie that mm-hmm. she had Sasha in. Um, and the ref is standing there, and then the bell rings. Uh-huh. And you can see the ref kind of look over and, like, The fuck? Okay, so it's the Brock Undertaker spot from SummerSlam. And then he stands up, and you can tell, like, as Brando pointed out, he puts his hand on his hip, which is activating his mic, to talk to somebody. Yeah. And then he's, like, goes off screen and then comes back on and literally, like, shrugs his shoulders, like, I okay, I guess ring then the bell. Then calls for the bell to be rung again. Which they don't the ring bell, they don't the ring second it. time. <laughs> And then this just ended. Damn it, Jojo! It just it it happened. But but the, but then Bailey comes out. Yeah. Doesn't attack Nia. Doesn't pull her off. Just just stands, just stands at bay, in. which I think was kind of a cool thing to do. Because but based worried. on what had just happened, it was even more confusing. Yeah. Like, what the fuck this was, is this going was poorly on? Booked. Fucking cl- I don't think it was poorly booked. It was poorly executed. Oh, it was poorly executed? Yeah. because I the, assume that was all that was supposed to happen was Nia Jax was supposed to pass out or something. Or uh, yeah. Sasha was supposed to pass or out or something. Or the ref would have been like, okay, I got to stop this match. You're right. going to hurt her. Yeah. But they just Okay, they I see what they're the going bell. for booked-wise now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, poorly executed then. The, the bell just rang, but I don't know if it was just the fucking ring bell guy went into business for himself. And, was like, and then Fuck he just it doesn't ring it when the ref it was like the calls time for... I worked for PWA, I was like, no, I'm going yeah. into business for myself. I'll, guys, ring, the I'll guys, ring the bell when I'm ready. The bell guy's probably like, I can't ring it again because that'll restart the match. Right. <laughs> Fuck. He was like, that doesn't work with KPAs how many times. That'll put fucking Gallows back to sleep. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then he's not activated anymore. Yeah. He's like, well, you pay me by the ri- the bell ring, Vince. That's one more pay th- than normal. <laughs> fucking Festus. Yeah, this sucked, which is unfortunate. But 
I don't know if it'll necessarily hurt anything in the long run. I'm sure we'll forget about it eventually. But Oh, like we have the million of other terrible mistakes this company's made. Super awkward. Uh, tornado tag match, which we haven't seen a good old-fashioned tornado tag. In good a while. old Texas so, tornado. Like, Enzo Big Cass taking on Rusev and Jinder Mahal. Enzo and Cass pick up the win after uh, hitting the bada-boom shakalaka on Rusev. They had an excellent promo here also. I All love... tied into... Uh, tornadoes leading to Wizard of Oz. A lot of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Everyone was Wizard of Oz. They talked about uh, beating brains and hearts and and and, and whatever Courage. the other one then, is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they uh, talk about Jinder Mahal's veins, mm, which yeah. is great. They, he's Fast so veins, man. he probably thinks the song's about him or something. Yeah, yeah. that's a music reference. I believe it's Drake. He said, he said that it looks like a roadmap. Too bad he's not going anywhere, <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> Also, Lana continues to call Rusev handsome Rusev, which, which is, is I think is keep funny. it alive. Yeah. Especially handsome with Rusev. the face yeah. thing now that yeah. he's got the broken nose. Uh, I love it. I think it's fucking brilliant. Uh, Triple H then comes out. He uh, cuts a very, very, very good promo as Triple H does every single time. How he explains that uh, it was killing him to see Rollins come out there and call him out week after week, and how it was taking every ounce of him to not be that guy because he's trying to be the businessman now and he's trying mm. to do things in NXT and run the company. He's and trying to create something. Exactly. Um, but he called out the creator and now he's going to meet the destroyer. Um, he talks about... Um, Creating Seth Rollins. Making which was really... Seth Rollins a star. And as soon as he felt the pressure of being world champion, he his knee crumbled, yep. which is still a tremendous line. Uh, he said that he doesn't need to apologize to Rollins. Rollins needs to apologize to him. He's done trying to hold back from being the guy who injures people. Uh, then he took off his jacket and tie, called Rome, uh, sorry, Rollins to the ring to meet his destroyer. Before we finish this, we totally forgot to talk about the fact that Seth Rollins showed up at NXT ah, on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the commentators just talking at the desk and just kind of grabbed the microphone. and He's like, the show's called Takeover. Taking this bitch over or whatever, and then and then Triple H came out and kind of stared him down and like rushed him off and sent security after him. So I thought that was fucking great. That was yeah, it was such a cool a moment, cool thing to do, yeah. and it made a lot of sense. You know, NXT's Triple H's baby, so it felt like when Seth Rollins showed up, it was gonna piss Triple H off. Uh, Rollins comes out. He uh, is gearing up for the fight. He makes his way almost all the way to the ring and then gets jumped from behind by Samoa Joe. Who uh, hits Rollins with multiple sentons? Uh, Triple H kind of walks away. Because, well, he, they did a little bit of a stare down thing where he crouched down as Rollins was uh, gasping for air, so to speak. Uh, Trips then walks away, and then uh, the coquina clutch happens, and he passes out, and that's how they ended the show. So. And he blew his knee apart. Yes. Unfortunately, that is also a thing that happened, <laughs> but. Uh, I loved it. I fucking did not see this coming at I, all. I even though, so hard. Even though I did kind of joke earlier in the night when we were watching it, I was like, what if what if Triple H just has a new guy and it's Samoa Joe? Ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha. And I had said before this show, I said, I think we're getting Joe on SmackDown. Because mm-hmm. that, that was the rumor, yeah. was that it was going to be him and Cena yeah. at, uh, at Mania, and then this happens. So it's super interesting. I love that he is on Raw. The potentials are endless, that that fucking... I love he's the new Triple H guy because you know that yeah. he's going to get a year worth of like a push at least. Sure, yeah. Um, I thought he looked really good too. Mm-hmm. Pulled off the tucked-in shirt look. 
which was nice. Not a lot of guys can pull that look no, off. No, but he did it. He a did big it man well. in jeans yeah. is not an easy look to pull off. <laughs> Wearing a tapo shirt. Yeah. yeah, he looked great. Uh, he looked very menacing. He made a big impact night one, which is what we wanted from Samoa Joe. Took out a star. And he's on the main Literally. roster. Literally. He's on the main roster. So. Yeah. We'll never, see, we'll never see him again. He got fired after. That's what we were saying. What if they just brushed this under and they're like, no, you injured Rollins. You're done. You're yeah. Done. yeah. <laughs> you're unsafe. You proved it again, just bud. Just pretend like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Triple H is like, remember, I destroyed your knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took him out. Like ne- next week. Nobody's <laughs> 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 saying that. <laughs> then everyone's like, hashtag, where's Samoa Joe? Uh, who? Team never Joe? heard of him. Uh, all right. So that was that was your Monday Night Raw. That was a lovely. So Brando was uh, doing something Monday night. I don't remember what. Probably drinking. Got home later. I think you were working. You worked till nine that night. Oh, I did too. Yeah. And uh, so we didn't actually start watching this until like nine thirty ish. So by the time we got to here, it was after midnight. So it was like my little birthday present for me. And this was my was Hawaiian John. When yeah. I got back from work, we played video games for a long time. I don't think we ended up watching right. Raw until we started even later. Yeah. 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 So this was. Uh, this is great. I was like super fired up after this. Like Brando went to bed immediately, yeah. and I was just fucking like, <laughs> like fucking woo, like super excited. And I'm like, holy fuck, he's here. I'm tired enough getting off work at the best of times, let alone a one to nine thirty shift, let alone <laughs> watching three hours of wrestling after that. As soon as it was done, I was like, oh, I'm gonna hit the hay and I'll be sleeping two seconds after. I'm yeah. like, Joe or no Joe. <laughs> I was on that Joe high as well, and I was like, I gotta watch Joe highlights. I'm like watching like the best stuff from Ring of Honor and like TNA. I'm stoked. Um, let's let's just say this right now. Mm. Samoa Joe is on the same roster as Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Oh, we always wanted that. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. That'd be good. That'd and be yes, real we good. do. We uh, still want it. It probably won't happen anytime soon. WrestleMania 34. But maybe. SummerSlam. It could also be a SummerSlam match, too. Yep. Who knows? Who? Maybe it's for the title. Maybe that's maybe, how maybe. Joe wins his first title. Off Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh. And squashes him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, studs and duds. Samoa Joe, stud. Dud. Um, Nia Jax Bailey ref. Nia Jax Fair. Bailey ref. Uh, I will go with also Nia Jax Bailey ref. Uh, and I will go with, yeah, like how do you, I'm going to go with, fuck me, between Triple H and Paul Heyman. I'm going to say I liked the Paul Heyman one a little bit more. Sure. Uh, and I am one to only give out one stud award, so it will be Paul Heyman. Uh, I will give my dud to the Nijax, Sasha Banks referee. Yeah. What was the other one that we said? And the Austin Aries interview. Right, yes, yes. yes. Uh, and I will give my stud, this is going to be a cop-out of all cop-outs, but I will give my stud to the last hour of Monday Night <laughs> Raw. All, right. all of it was fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> also, my stud from the Royal Rumble, when Enzo was talking to the chicken. The KFC spot. Yeah, that was good. You oh, see that? Okay. They have not done a bad. I KFC thought he was gonna fuck yet. the chicken though at one point because he was getting like. Yeah, that's what they were implying. But yeah. you weren't supposed to actually think it was going to happen. I thought it was gonna happen, man. I'm so glad that they pre-produced those now. They don't do them live. Both they're the ones good. that they aired were actually pretty funny. Yeah. So. And they're like good quality. Yeah. They're it's well way acted. better that way. Way better. Continue that. Don't do this fucking live talking about Sonic Burgers thing. Mm. None of that. Although, if you are a good Enzo and Castaway. Yes, exactly. You All seem right. like they're one-take wonders. That's Raw. Now, let's do SmackDown. Mm-hmm. 
SmackDown Live. Uh, it's from one of the few places that Warren is actually told to fuck off. Oh, oh is this wow. Corpus Christi? This is Corpus Christi, I baby. I did not know that. Yeah. They were fuck actually off Corpus Christi. They were, they were pretty good this week. Usually they're pure fucking garbage. Yeah, normally they're one of the worst crowds of all like all time. It was a pretty good show this week, though, too. I think so. it's hard right now with this past little bit of wrestling to show up to a show and shit on it. It's true, just because everything's so good that you you almost you're forced to like it. Now, before we start, before we start the recap, I have one very very important question for you. Did your girlfriend write your notes this week? No, I I've got them from WWE.com this oh, week. Good. Wow, you went straight to the source. I know. Those are gonna. I will say really she printed them. I was like, long. can you give me a SmackDown recap? She's like, oh, I printed. I was like, what site did you get it from? She's like, oh, WWE.com, and I was like, oh. Well, have fun it's trying to be, read. Like, they they type theirs in kayfabe. This is like, going to be great. I'm so excited for this right now. Every now and then, yeah, there's a line that drops where it's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, where you're just like, who's, well, like who are well, they writing this well, for? We'll, we'll point them out when they who come. Who will come out on top of this quarrel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Cena kicks off SmackDown. I'm just going to skim this shit. Yeah, do it. Uh, he comes out with the belt. He puts AJ over, which is actually really huge. Says AJ brings out the best in him, uh-huh. which it's is true, true actually. Yep. Like. All of AJ and Cena matches have been really good. Yeah, all yeah. good wrestlers bring out the good in John Cena. And I think that it was good for him to come out and do this after him just kind of talking a lot of shit before the match. Sure, mm-hmm. that was all like stuff that was borderline like whoa. Especially with the brushing off kind of thing, what they were going with last week of like oh the dude that from Al Atlanta Roker thing. That's the like, thing, yeah, because the, yeah, the thing you got to be careful of, is, even though he's a heel, as soon as you say all that stuff and beat him. Then you're almost making it fact for him. It's true. Like then gotta, all of a sudden, yeah. Then all of a sudden, it's him. like, oh, he is right. He's just a guy from Atlanta. So Some then you gotta, schmuck. yeah. Uh, okay, so from there he goes on to say he tied Ric Flair's Hall of Fame, so 16 time. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I was fully prepared for it to happen. It was yeah. gonna happen regardless. We knew it was happening eventually. I'm way yeah. more interested in 17 if it happens than 16. Yeah, the one where he surpasses it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then he talks about defending uh, the title at Elimination Chamber in two weeks, um, which I think they also said everyone who was in that match. Did they not? Yes, they did yeah. release everyone. It was uh, Miz, Ambrose, Cena, Bray, Styles, Styles, Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin. Because I think that might have actually re- kicked off the show for reals. Yeah, you had uh, Stan, Shane, and Shane and Brian backstage with AJ. Actually. They had the really funny moment where they were talking with AJ, and then they're like, and finally, like, they're rattling off the guys that are in this match, and they're like, and uh, The Miz, and also the Intercontinental Champion, Dean Ambrose. And they kind of, like, pointed, and he walks in, he's like, oh, good, that's oh, all I, I needed. And then he just totally leaves. <laughs> that was good. That was tremendous. I, like, Dean's got some, like, funny comedic timing with stuff like that, where he's just like, oh, he's I'm in the dude. match. I'm out. Yep. Do, do, do. Uh, from there, we get a tag team match. Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton come out and interrupt Cena, cut a promo on him. Uh, then Luke Harper shows up because he still has the uh, the teleport ability. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's still, yeah. You don't just lose that when you're out of the Wyatts. Yeah, you fuck it. They teach it to you and he's, then you take it. Oh, with it's an him. ability. It's not it's a, like Wyatt College. He's literally using his power for good, not evil now. Oh, um, which is actually kind of cool. And it was funny to see John Cena be like, Oh yeah, I'm teaming with this guy, and you're See, like, and I is it I a little agree, too much? But I would have preferred him to kind of be more on the side of like, Weary? should I trust this guy instead of him being like marking out and being like, oh yay, this guy's here. Like I don't know, it just seemed a little bit too much for me. I think I I totally got what they were going for 
in terms of Cena's audience. And I was like, but I was the same way with, with, as you were, where I was yeah. kind of like, oh, he's just like, fuck it. He's like with the kids right now where he's like, oh, John Cena's got a partner. Like I get that he was trying to put Harper over right. by this moment, but yeah. It, yeah, it was, it was, it was very much over the top for yeah. me. Uh, Cena got caught by an RKO. Uh, Orton picks up the victory, him and Wyatt, and then he gets a win over the man he could potentially face at WrestleMania at this point. Here's a challenge for somebody. Okay. I want somebody to scour through the WWE Network, oh, Jesus. including Raw's, uh-huh. and tell me how many RKO's John Cena has taken in his career. <laughs> uh, there's got to be a website. Have you ever just I'm tried? Sure have you ever just stuff. tried going like <laughs> how many RKO's.com? And I bet you that's a thing. <laughs> like. <laughs> It could be. If it's it the isn't. internet. It's ever expanding. It's true. Yes. Uh, okay. So up next, we got Carmella. She's introduced by James Ellsworth, who comes out wearing his little gold outfit and is a heel, by the way. Like, yeah, he was a dick here. Yeah, he's he's a bad guy, which was interesting. Um, it's kind of weird what they've done with the James Ellsworth character now. Mm. Uh, she beats up another jobber, uh, Delia Dawson, who is an indie worker from Texas. Um, yeah, just. Pretty meh. <laughs> JBL again, shit all over this. See, like, it yeah. gets to the point with Which these is funny. where it is funny, but between him bouncing between shitting on the jobber and Ellsworth, I'm like, he's not calling this match at also, all. Also, uh, there was an, that uh, this was assault. James Ellsworth assaulted a female. Yeah, in this match. he grabbed her foot and tripped her and she fucking hit her face on the mat. That, that is assault. You can't, you can't do, that. do that. That is intergender That's violence. Right. And the WWE isn't about that shit. There's a reason why Times when are you changing, Warren. a girl, the other girl comes in. <laughs> the modern Although era. Daniel Bryan did, or did, was it Roman Reigns who speared? Yeah, Roman Reigns speared Stephanie last year, didn't That's he? That's true, he did. Can't do that either. And didn't Lana, didn't he also Superman punched Lana? I hope not. Good enough. I don't think so. I don't That's, think they ever did anything. No, Lana. nothing like that. Okay. So. They did the massive spear on Rusev, though. Yeah. <laughs> Several. Ram, yeah. yeah. And the big show one. Rusev those might are t- sometimes epic. Like for like, <laughs> I normally shit on Roman Reigns, but there's sometimes where he hits these massive spears, oh, and yeah. you're like, I was, he, I, man does a good spear. I said that at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I was like, say everything you want about Roman Reigns, he hits one of the best spears I've ever seen. Yeah, there's. And I think Rusev like, takes ooh. one of the best spears he, I've ever seen. Because he jumps three yeah. feet in the air, <laughs> yeah. he just fucking pencils and takes it. Uh, so they kept the cycle of the Dolph Ziggler, Kalisto, Apollo Crews story going of Dolph beats one of them and then beats up the guy after the match and the other guy runs out. Uh, after Dolph won, though, he was going for the mask and he pretty much took Kalisto's mask clean off. Yeah, he was really close. Yeah. Like, it's funny being a kid and only thinking Ray was masked and not knowing about WCW and when he was, like, unmasked back then. Yeah. And being, like, oh, trying to, like, find on Google or something, like, Ray Mysterio unmasked. And then nowadays, I'm like, oh, well, no, I know what Kalisto looks like. Yeah. Just a guy. Just, a, just some dude. Just some dude. Yeah. Speaking of Rey Mysterio, uh, one, he's not under contract anymore. He's technically a free agent, I believe. And two, remember his son Dominic from that angle? Yeah, that Dominic's had? training. He, he's training to be a wrestler. Good and Lord. he is significantly taller than his father. The best was I saw, yeah, I saw that photo. And he it was, was like, like the same size as his father. When he was <laughs> 10, yeah. <laughs> No I, I saw like a really wrestling clipbait article, and it's like, what was the title? It was like, oh, Dominic Mysterio started wrestle or training to wrestle. Dot dot dot. Yes, that Dominic. I think we probably clicked on the same fucking article. So, which is actually so funny though, because like, do you remember when like there was the the ladder match for his custody? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like this kid's been part of the business forever. He, he it's in his blood. He knows. So, do you think he'll be? Uh, how old is he right now? 
I think he's younger than us. He's got to be 20... still. Well, I bet you he's made, still a teen. I bet. He's probably only 18. Continue. Uh, is there any good quotes in this thing? No. However, Cruz came to his friend's aid, deciding <laughs> to stop him, causing Ziggler to retreat. Stop it. Naomi and Becky Lynch uh, are taking on Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Do you want me just to read this like this little paragraph? No. No, you know? <laughs> Summarize it for I, me. I want you to fucking just tell me what happened. The good girls won. Uh Naomi's apparently next in line for SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah, we did. Which that. they did announce on Talking Smack. Good. Uh he'll be 20 this year. He'll be 20. Born, wow, Dominic's that old. Born in 1997. Uh Naomi uh is a very good wrestler. And people would do well not to forget that. Yeah. And, like, um, I feel like right now she's getting the, the best chance at a push or a shot that she ever has. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, it, and it, she'll probably go up and then she'll go away again. Like she it, always exactly. Does. It but, feels like an interim program for Alexa until they figure out what they're doing. But uh, I'm okay with it. She's, yeah, she's a good I, wrestler. So. I could see her losing for sure because of, like, a Mickey James or something. Yeah. Yep. Keep that angle going. Uh, so, American Alpha comes out, they... I have to read it and summarize, Brando, don't laugh at me, buddy. <laughs> I'm not bad, sorry. American <laughs> Alpha... <laughs> Be lucky I'm illiterate. Or literate. Uh, <laughs> American just... Alpha comes, they call out, they say they want a challenge because they weren't on the Royal Rumble <laughs> at all. battle. <laughs> so they were just left out of the Royal Rumble completely. Who's this, sorry? American Alpha? Yes. Not booked at all. Nope. So they come out, and they're like, hey, we have no challengers. So literally, all the teams come out, and they just brawl. The last two teams remaining are them and Slater Rhino, um, which doesn't mean they're getting a shot. But then later on, Talking Smack, they announced at Elimination Chamber they're going to do the all of them tag turmoil. So does that mean they're going to do the pods? I don't think it's in the chamber. I, I doubt it. I feel like they would have said it's an Elimination Chamber tag match. They mm-hmm. just said tag team turmoil. Turmoil's yeah. usually, is turmoil is the one where you start with two. Teams, right? And then when someone loses, you send yeah, another one out? like a okay. gauntlet for tag right. teams. Yeah, like, like last team standing. Yeah. And then so, there's always like a team you didn't know it was in, and they're like, oh, it's not all the team. Remember they did that? And then the wide showed up, and we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> see you next week, fuckers. <laughs> they didn't wrestle them. I was like, you've never had a better opportunity that week. <laughs> uh, but then they won the title, so that's, that's not true. how it works. What do I know? Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Is there a team you think in the SmackDown division that actually holds a candle to American Alpha, or is a uh, a credible threat? Uh, the Wyatts. I don't know. I don't think they're, they're going to do there. it. But, be in there. but I feel like, yes, the Wyatts. <laughs> I feel like they got bigger fish to fry. Uh, I, think the Uso, I think they're going to rebuild the Usos. Not yeah. rebuild. I don't think the Usos fell off that much. They just kind of disappeared. Um, I think they're like, they really changed their attire and everything. Like, yeah. even they went even further than they had gone when they ditched the colors. Yeah. And it feels like they're a completely different team, like with the like different music and everything. And that's exactly what you want when you try to re gimmicks a team. Mm-hmm. So I think they might be, uh, next up, honestly, even though it feels like they were kind of last up, like they kind of had the, they were kind of the guys before Slater and Rhino came in and then it was yeah. so quickly, uh, Wyatt's got it. And then. Like the Usos, American Alpha got it. The Usos are always in, just on the verge of the tag team championship bubble. Like, even when there was only one tag belt. It always felt like they were always a contender. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, next up, we got our main event. AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose. This is set up earlier in the show with that segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like the way they set it up, actually, with, with Dean saying, 
uh, now that Ellsworth is out of the picture, let's settle this once and for all, which is a nice little callback. Yeah, because like their feud pretty much got schmozzed off just because of Ellsworth. Yep. Schmozzed. Um, so Why is Ellsworth still with this company? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised as you are, Brando. He's doing big things. Big things. With Carmella. What a great... He's he, Listen, he's oh. living the dream. Guys, I thought about this the other day. So you know he has an op- two offspring tattoos? Mm-hmm. Uh, he should come out to self-esteem. Well, that's, that's probably going to pay very a lot expensive. of money yeah. that, though. I feel like even, or just one video package for with him and Carmella, sure. that it could work. Do it. Yeah. Get them to play Mania, too. I'd be down with that. <laughs> I like the offspring. But play his theme. They play him to the ring? With no lyrics. No just lyrics. Yeah. But have the lead singer out there. Yeah. <laughs> Falling along. Uh, so Baron Corbin is on commentary as well as The Miz, which is kind of interesting having two heels. And literally The Miz just like, he's able to just... Everything he said, literally Baron Corbin had no response to. Like he was oh. like... Well, it, Yep, that's the NFL. First of all, how fucking ridiculous did this fucking announce table look with ten guys sitting yeah, there? It is. It's too much. Is somebody and please Maurice. send me a screenshot of that because like, it just he, looks so. You should have got Phillips out of there for that one. Yeah, and just be like, okay, we can't do this and many. Did people. you need Corbin there because we all knew that he was gonna fucking come off looking like a complete dumbass, and yeah. that's exactly yeah. what happened. Like Miz pretty much like exploited him. I kind of got that vibe from it too. I don't think that's really what happened, but it did kind of seem like Miz was. Like the Miz literally was just like, "Huh, you're not as sharp on the like off like he the cuff." Knows. Exactly, he like, knows that and kind of exposed it a little bit. Yeah, exposed. The, the that thing, was the word. I was but like, the, like he didn't seem like he ever called him out for it. No, it was just so obvious that the Miz was way better on the microphone than Baron Corbin. Yeah, and that makes Baron Corbin look really bad. Even though I think the Miz was just doing what he would do with anyone, it looks way worse because Baron yeah. Corbin is not like Baron Corbin needed to go after the Miz way more than he did. Like, I agree. spend less he, time reacting to what The Miz was saying and spend more time threatening to kill him. I don't think Baron Corbin can ever be that guy, though. I just don't think he has that in him to no. be He's not, quick-witted. Like, no. you don't just learn that sort of thing. You either have it or you don't. You're ominous. And he's going to be ominous. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's more of the pre-cookie-cutter kind of Undertaker-style promo of, I'm a big dude and I'm going to kick the fuck out of you. Mm. Like, he'll be good at that. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Um, so AJ won. It was actually a pretty good match. You won with the Styles Clash. It was really. I thought it was a really good match. Tremendous yeah. match. Yeah. And the Styles Clash, it's only because a couple guys have gotten hurt on it a couple always, years back. Always freaks you out a little bit. Oh, as soon as they set him up for it, I always am like, okay, where's the guy's neck? Is he got his chin? Even uh, Cena, like, face-planted on his during the yeah. during the match. It didn't yeah. it didn't look like it fucked, him up, fucked up his neck, but it looked like he wasn't leaning back face. nearly as hard. He just fucking smooshed his nose on the mat. Yeah. Uh, so, which was, like, pretty good. And then you're, like, after the contest, Miz and Corbin both got... Oh, fuck. I was going to... The gonna contest. Re- mm, <laughs> that's contest. After the contest, Miz and Corbin both got their licks in. First with Miz hitting a skull-crushing finale on Ambrose, and then Corbin taking out both Miz and Ambrose with end of days. Corbin stood tall and jaw-jacked with a phenomenal one. Fuck, that's a great move. I End of days? It's so cool how he, like, he just picks him up, tilts him a little bit, and slams him. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's it's so much on the guys selling it. Yeah, but fuck when they're selling it good, it is a great looking move. Yeah, good impact. Studs and duds. Um, dud. My studs the main event. I wasn't crazy on the tag team thing. No, because I get just... that you have to do something to set something up, but it just felt like 
I don't know, them coming out one by one, and I was just like, yeah. by the, like the third team, I'm like, okay, let's just bring them all out. Like, why the fuck are we doing this? It was and then funny. for it to like just brawl and not be like, okay, this team and this team are gonna like go against each other. You're like, nothing was gained. Because what did it end up being? Them and the Slater and Rhino. Yeah, that the last two teams. So part of me thought maybe that's what maybe they're doing that. Yeah. But then the other part of me was like, oh, maybe that's just because they're the face teams. <laughs> Uh, stud will be the main event match. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. My stud is also the main event match. Uh, my dud will be uh, Ellsworth's role as a heel, mm. stripping women. Honorary <laughs> mention for my dud: the whoever made the decision to put Corbin on commentary. Sure. Yeah, You're setting him up to fail. That's bullshit. You shouldn't do that to your fucking guys. Don't set your guys up to get exposed like that. Where you like. Like, if it was just him, that's fine. But because Miz was out there and they had to interact, I think he came off looking very stupid. Mm-hmm. And he can't, like, it's not fair to tell Miz, like, hey, don't, like, fucking tone it down. Take yeah, it easy yeah. on the guy. He's fucking the Miz, dumb. The he's Miz green needs, around here, the right? He needs to worry about himself and his character, yeah, too. He's doing what he has to. Yeah. Um, Carmella's match is kind of a dud, too. Yeah. Like, not just the James Ellsworth bit, but just the whole squash sure. itself. Yep. What was better this week? Raw or SmackDown? Uh, Raw for me. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go me. with Raw as well. Me too. Raw was long. On the strength of a very strong third hour. That was the nice thing that Raw's third hour generally is like where I normally want to check out. And it was like, it was strong throughout that. Yep. I agree. Uh, okay, NXT really quick, just because it was uh, pre-show matches from San Antonio and a whole lot of recap and promos. Ember Moon defeats Aaliyah. I really like Aaliyah. I think I'm on the Aaliyah train. I think she's a great talent. Sure, yeah. I, 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 She seems to be getting better in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen anything from her personality-wise that really clicks for me, uh, like character-wise. Yes, for but, sure. And they got um, a lot, I'm not saying that, yeah, they yeah. got a lot of work to do, but, but yeah, she's I'll, come a long way from the fucking breaking ground days of thinking she was like kind of like a B target on that show of yeah. just like somebody that they would casually check up on. She was like, I'm going to be strides. an Indian princess. Yeah. I remember her saying yeah. that. Remember Regal hated her entrance, too? Yeah. He's like, this. you're a fucking lost cause. Yeah. yeah. He's like, if this is what you think is good, <laughs> maybe stop. <laughs> uh, I don't mind Aaliyah. I'm definitely not on the Aaliyah train, though. I'm on that Ember Moon train hard. Yeah, me too. I think she's really good. I think uh, she'll be the one to take it off Asuka, but not till late this year. I, I hope so. Uh, but, 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 United Kingdom champion Tyler Bate defeating Old Biffer. Old Biffer. Old Biffer. Oni Lorcan. Uh, this is a neat little surprise. They yeah. Have come out there and, def- well, not defend the title, but wrestle. And yep. if you're an indie fan, it's crazy because it's like Tyler Bate from the UK indies, Biff Busick from the American indies, and the ref is deathmatch wrestler Drake Younger. Yeah. And you're like, that's weird. It's de- And the, my number one takeaway from watching this, and I'm sure will be for the longest time, is that I cannot fucking wrap my head around the fact that this guy's 19 years old. Yeah. It's so crazy. He looks like he's about 30. He fucking wrestles like he's been doing it for 40 years. It's that dad mustache. It's fucking a great mustache. Ridiculous. I love. And the fucking wave, wave is, is great. my favorite thing. <laughs> the wave, and when he puts his hand up in the air and he suckers him, he's like, hey, what's up here? And then he yeah. just gives oh, him that yeah. quick jab. Yeah. That's great. He names his fists, right? I can't never remember which one's which. But... Oh, it's, um, I don't. I couldn't tell you left and right, but it's it's bop and bang or whatever. Bop and bang. Because he goes, I'll bop you and I'll bang you. That's, that's what he said. That's assault and rape. That's <laughs> <laughs> well. Next week I'm not here on the podcast again. Yeah, we're like, well, suspended. Yeah, that's it. Uh, finally, no way, Jose and Elias Sampson 
they actually, first of all, they did a really, really cool video package uh, for Corey Graves, who announced that he will be leaving NXT mm-hmm. and that Nigel McGuinness will be taking over, which I was a fucking long tribute. Pretty stoked for. It, you know what? And it was well deserved mm-hmm. from showing everything from FCW to. Yeah. It was crazy when he goes, like, I was in that first class of the NXT roster with the Seth Rollins and the mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose, Reigns. He's like, every, Zane, everyone made it to the main roster. Now he's like, and now you look at the who's who on Raw and SmackDown, and it's all those guys. I'm like, holy shit, you're you're right. Like, yeah, it's crazy how that kind of just happened under our noses. But I like that. That was a really cool video package. And then they kind of did this stand up thing. And then Elias Samson's music hits, and he goes, "Really? This is how I'm yeah, going out? Like that great. was such a and great then way Samson to do it." Samson looked at him when he came out, and I was gave like, him a little yeah. bye bye, and they yeah. announced that he was from Pittsburgh, and yeah. Uh, that was a cool little And, like, like, that last match, too, Corey Graves just was hamming it up with his heel oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, it was hilarious. You could tell they were having a lot, or, like, he's like, well, I don't have to deal with Percy or Todd anymore. They're like, yeah, but enjoy Byron Saxton. And they all broke kayfabe and just laughed about <laughs> it. Um, we were saying that it's funny that, like, Byron is the one guy that no matter whether you're face or heel, everyone hates him. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite thing. You know, we still shit on Byron. Uh, no way Jose picks up the win over Elias Samson, so. Wasn't anything special. The best match was Tyler Bate versus Biffer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, strong match. Uh, two or five live. Uh, I don't have shit for you. Uh, Great. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read it because I didn't watch it. So it's okay. Watch I watched it, but five live. Uh, Gallagher was over in that main event. That's about it. Lindsay Dorado's doing things. Nice. I like when he does things. Uh, I think Nice beat up TJP. Good. Fuck TJP. Man, that T- guy, fuck TJP. That right. guy went from being somebody we were like, I love TJP. He's got like, a fucking rad intro to his entrance, and then it. he dabs and makes me mad, yeah, and then he's pretty good all the way down for the rest of the entrance, and then I fucking don't care anymore. But then he picks up a microphone, and he's fucking bland as fuck. Hey, uh, pause. Hit the pause button. Hey, pause it, Brando. Okay. I'm out of extra lives. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Uh, let's do the emails here before we get into the Rumble Pool. Brian. Steven or Stefan, I never know how to say that, uh, writes an email, and this came in right after the Rumble. Hey, guys, hope you're doing well. I'm writing this right after the Royal Rumble. I have for you a silly booking for the Road to Mania. Triple H comes out on SmackDown at some point and says, I'm the boss of the company, and I want another title run. So he puts himself in the Mania match with Cena and Orton. You put a little sugar, a little spice, and everything nice, and accidentally put in some Chemical X. Bracket, hashtag powder puff girls reference. You're welcome. That was fucked because uh, I because I knew that I knew what he was saying. I was like, yeah, that's that's something. Now, is it is he talking about power puff girls or is there another show called powder puff girls? Oh, no, he fucked up on that. He's talking about power puff girls. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was a fucking show. I never, ever watched that show in my life. Oh, it's underrated. And you have the exact same main event as uh, as WrestleMania 24, which was also in Orlando. That's true. You do have the exact same WrestleMania. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. And remember, there are more crashed planes in the ocean than crashed submarines in the sky. <laughs> but how many crashed boats are there in the sky, good sir? You just, okay. <laughs> uh, Duncan. <laughs> Duncan writes in an email, dear the, dear the sat pods of the Stone Age, I uh, hope your week and weekend and state of mind has not been sour. Question time. Do you think Triple H will be more remembered for his in-ring career or the work he has put in on NXT? Depends uh, who you ask, I think. Well, if, on, I, 
I think it's going to be like it's going to shift as people get like younger people who didn't watch Triple H that much get older and know him as the Vince McMahon of Mm -hmm. almost the Vince McMahon of the WWE now in terms of what we grew up with as Vince McMahon. Like he's the on-screen authority figure, him and Steph anyway. Uh, so I think, yeah, like in, in 20 years, I think you ask anyone and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Triple H is like the guy who made NXT and he's uh, wrestles once a year, probably still in 20 years. And that might even <laughs> that might even be the same for us by that time. Like yeah, that might maybe. even be how like it's not that we'll forget that he was ever a wrestler right. or the things that he did. Because you always remember your childhood stuff. Yeah, the most, I think. But it is becoming this thing for me, especially as an indie fan, where you're like, Triple H is the reason why AJ's there. He's the reason why. Owens got signed. Balor got signed. Yeah, it's changed. He's changed WWE. What WWE's about so much. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, he's like he's changing the mold of like the bodies and the guys who would get hired. Yeah, TNA guys get hired now and pushed beforehand. That would never happen. Yeah, like they went out and got Bobby Roode and he had the belt on him. Lickety split. AJ. Like, yeah. Look at AJ. Same with AJ. Yeah. And Joe. Like Joe's been a pet project for Triple H for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, question two, Triple H recently said that he is not happy with the way NXT is doing, presumably, presumably because the call-ups are fucking with his brand. Do you think NXT should have as big a brand as it is considering their biggest star's goals are to move on to the main roster? Also, do you think WWE will have enough talent to continue the brand going forward? That's interesting. I didn't know Triple H was unhappy with how NXT was going, so that's interesting. Um... So is Triple H say? Do we know? Did I guess he didn't specify? I wonder if Triple H is saying it's not going well because people keep leaving, or it's not going well because people's goal is to leave. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think those are two different things. I assume probably more just frustrated with you start getting a guy hot and then he gets pulled up to the main roster. And And even we come sit here every week and talk about how the hot guys are probably due to get called up. Honestly, I, I I don't know what the source of this is, uh, Duncan. It was a conference call. Next, was it? Yeah. You know exactly what he's talking about. Yep, I know exactly. What I don't Duncan's know if I about. was it a kayfabe conference call. No, I don't know if was, I believe it. Like Triple H knows what this is. It's a or no, it wasn't a conference call. Triple H, he was he was on the Wrestling Observer last week. Okay. And during that, uh, they just asked him a bunch of different questions, like, oh. Like, who controls what on the main roster and stuff like that? Like, who's where in creative right now? And one of the things was like, oh, well, how's your project in NXT going? And he says, like, oh, because of, like, when you have to call Kai's up with it being a developmental system, sometimes it ruins your depth. And he goes, like, right now we're in, a, like, a, a little bit of a span where we're, we're building guys. Sure. We don't necessarily have NXT stars yet. That makes sense. Because, yeah, he's got a few, and you're right. Like, if he builds them like part of it's a small crowd and that makes those guys feel way bigger than yes maybe they should feel at any given time and i think that's why sometimes they flop when they get to the main roster um but yeah it does have to be frustrating that as soon as you get these guys we're like okay these guys can carry main events if we nice we get six guys that can carry main events we can interchange them mm-hmm. a little bit on an hour show but as soon as you get them that like it feels way more like pass the torch leave and then that guy carries the torch, pass the torch, leave. Instead of sure. having this, like, yep. like what if your your NXT card was still Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, uh, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, go to who who got called up before Finn Balor? 
You still had Baron Corbin. You still had Kevin Owens. You still had Sami Zayn. Yeah. Like, imagine that was your brand instead of it just being like, no, all of them moved on, and sure. now our best ones are Shinsuke and and, and uh, Bobby, Bobby Roode. Yeah. yeah. And I think that NXT will always be a bit of a revolving door with it being developmental. That's what it's there for. That's exactly. Literally like, what it's there for. You know what the best thing was? Like, at the end of the Heart Touch and Corey Graves video package with him moving on, I was like, well, NXT works, developmental works, and not just for wrestlers. Because mm. now you've conditioned this commentator who's the, probably the best guy you have on the main roster, and now he's gone, and now Nigel McGuinness gets a chance in WWE. Which I think is going to be outstanding. Me I think too. he's going to be great in there. And Nigel's a guy who had his wrestling career taken away because of an injury too. So it's really cool the guys that they're trying to do stuff with. Question three, how do you guys think Luke Harper will play into the storyline come Mania if Bray wins the title at Elimination Chamber? Special guest referee. <laughs> <laughs> Special uh, bell That's ring. That's tough. I don't know. Triple, I, I, triple I, am, I am of that mind. Uh, no, I think the triple threat would be because I do think Bray wins the title mm -hmm. at the Elimination Chamber. Then that sets out Randy Bray. And Cena, who gets his rematch? That's your triple threat. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, I see that. And, and Luke Harper, who comes in during the program and kicks somebody. <laughs> maybe. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's possible. I guess. The fatal four way. Maybe, but maybe. Or Cena does Luke screw Bray out of the title at the Elimination Chamber by doing his Wyatt moves and showing up in the middle of the cage somehow? So then you do Bray and Luke at Mania, and Randy and Cena. Uh, but then that sucks. And that's Randy it's, and Cena. Yeah, I don't I know. Actually, it's actually. Tough. Yeah, it is tough. There's you got to so... do something with him, yep. right? Like, you have to finish that and let him move on or whatever happens, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know how you do it. It's going to be interesting. I hope they do something cool with him. I think I think I would be interested in seeing Randy, Bray, and Luke Harper in like a triple threat. Yep. Sure, yeah. Uh, and, yeah then Cena, and then Cena working Joe if the rumor ever comes to pass. Yeah. You just got to find a way to do that. It's tough to do the crossover, yeah. but not, not impossible by any means. Mm. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Question four. With Jack Gallagher being an entrant in the Royal Rumble, do you think it's time to bring the Cruiserweights out of their purple-roped exile and have some interactions with the regular roster? feels like we get some variation of this question often, and we still, I think we still want the Cruiserweights to be yeah. separate. Maybe I don't care about the purple as much anymore. Yeah, that is what it is. Yeah, but, but uh, it, I don't think it takes away from my enjoyment of it. I just don't know. Like, it, it would be tough to believe. If you were to do a Kevin Owens versus Jack Gallagher, like, in my yeah. mind, it's just they've been so separate that if it was just to happen, I don't know if I would buy into it necessarily. You, if you were to mix them in with the main rosters, which of them don't feel like jobbers? Like, Neville? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's only a very select few that would see just Rich be... Swan winning a few matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I would like to recommend the new WWE 24 special as it made me tear up, especially during Ryder's part and Shane. Uh, wicked good shit. Also, there's a chance I may be coming up to the Edmonton area. Oh, shit! As part of my spring break trip through the snowy plains of Canada this March. This and if Duncan? that's the case, as a 19-year-old, could I share a brew with my favorite podcast? Love you guys. Keep on negotiating with the King Spider, Duncan, at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. Uh, yeah, we can totally do beers. If you yeah, we'll do beers, beers, Duncan. I work weekends. Um, but, but, but I will be there if I can be there. We'll make it work. 100%. Unless it's a no fun zone, then Brando can't make it. That's great. I wonder why would, why the fuck would you, what are you doing for school? They, they bring you through Canada. 
It Are they sucks studying Rocky Mountains? Your spring break, when it is probably actually spring, you are coming to a place where it will, in all likelihood, still be winter. Really shitty. Yeah. 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 I get. Yeah. So if it's just, is it just a holiday that he's taking then? If it's spring break, because it's not with school. If it's spring break, but maybe it's a ski trip. It could be. I guess. We 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 can do we yeah. can do your April ski trip if you want. Sure. We'll figure that out. Wait, Edmonton can do that for you. Uh, finally, last email from Ty. Uh, Satpaw, don't worry, Warren. I'm not about to write a novel. I think we all know the only novel you would enjoy reading is, quote, something weird is going on. What did Jan say? The Michael Scott story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would enjoy that. That's good. That's uh, good. He, Ty always brings the office uh, references in there. Top-notch stuff. Uh, he says, I think this Royal Rumble really showed that the WWE post-brand split has an embarrassment of riches in retrospect, maybe we didn't estimate that enough. Uh, we didn't estimate that enough before we held our expectations of Kurt Angle, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, or CM Punk returning in a 30-man match. I also think that WWE has a lot of pieces on the board for WrestleMania, which could make for some interesting scenarios. So, at the 2017 WrestleMania, where do you expect the following super, superstars to Stupid slot stars. in? Start with the New Day. At WrestleMania, they're going to. Probably be wearing a funny outfit uh, and wrestling against the the club. Yeah, you could go back to that. Sure. I, I don't know that you should, but I bet you they will. Maybe that's where you finally have one guy split. Sure. Start that because I don't know how much longer you're going to go with these guys. I'd like to see. What else can they do? Singles runs from somebody, preferably Big E. Yeah, Biggie seems like he could do some cool stuff on the singles run. Uh, Dean Ambrose. I assume he retained. Well, okay, he doesn't have to retain it. He's not defending it at the pay per view. You think he'll be in that ladder match? That they usually <laughs> always up, do. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If there's a ladder match, Dean will be in that ladder match. Dean Ambrose, Miz. The Miz is on SmackDown. The Miz will be in that ladder match. Yeah, he's or, also in that ladder match. Or in all likelihood, wrestling Dean Ambrose one on one for the sure, IC that's title. Very possible. Or maybe just them in a ladder match. That might be okay. You could put Luke Harper in there again too. I'd be fine with that. I've made my plans for Luke Harper. Uh, Samoa Joe, <laughs> John Cena. I don't think they're gonna do it. I, I just I, <laughs> I don't know I how they do. Happen. I don't know how they do. Yeah. I just don't think not yet. I just don't know what Joe does. Yeah. Like if you if you have Finn, you could do that. If you don't have Finn and you don't have Ra- well Rollins is doing Triple H if he can go Braun Strowman no because nah. they're both deals like I don't know what Joe does Joe runs interference on Lesnar Goldberg setting up his maybe, feud with Lesnar you'd think he'd have a spot on the card but I guess maybe that is a big enough thing to do that that can be your spot on the card maybe you do some sort of tag match him and Trips against somebody I don't know yeah. against the best friends at this point no, the best friends are going to probably fight each other. Like if if Rollins is out, yeah. I mean everything probably change. Like they probably make so many big changes if Rollins is out. Maybe you do Enzo and Cass against Triple H and Samoa Joe. Like a, Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm, fucking, stretch. I'm stretching here, yeah. but I yeah. Or it, it, it all hitches on what's going on with Rollins. I think. Or you find a way to do Joe Cena. <clears throat> yeah, it's, I, yeah. Because that's a big money match if you can book it. But then it would have to be for the title. Not if Wyatt has the title. But if Wyatt has the title, then Cena gets his rematch. Well, you don't necessarily have to do the rematch at WrestleMania. I mean, why wouldn't you, though, if you're John Cena? But wrestling's not real. I know, I know, I know. But that's a a tough one to explain for him to be like, 
no, 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 I'm going to go do this Samoa Joe thing instead. Not if the reason he lost the title is Samoa Joe. So you, he just shows up in the chamber and somehow shows gets up in the, in the chamber, chamber. Somehow. Shows, yep, breaks the fucking door open. All right. Beats Dirt. the shit out of John Cena. Says, you're the guy here. I was the guy there. We're going to fucking do this thing. Bray Wyatt wins the title. Despite Luke Harper coming in and trying to stop him earlier. So he's in that triple threat match with Bray, or with Brandy Orton. Uh, Luke Harper wins the championship. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it's I guess anything's possible. A lot of work you can do it in one match. Yeah. One, there you go. One overbooked match. <laughs> Uh, now tell me if you think I've gone full mojo, but do you think the I just went full mojo <laughs> and 205 Live would be better off being on their own brand, as in not affiliated with Raw, than cruiserweights like Nice Alexander uh, that you want to give a look uh, within within the heavyweight quote unquote division can just get sent back up and down to Raw and SmackDown respectively. Uh, attached question to you. Um, if they were not seen on Raw, only seen on 205 Live, would you watch 205 Live? No, unless okay. I heard, unless there was a reason that it was all of a sudden, holy shit, this is actually really, really good. You need to start watching this. Right, and I feel like I'm the same way. So to answer that question then, I think they need to be on Raw. Otherwise, I will never fucking see them. Yeah, you'll never get, you'll <laughs> never get the exposure to them otherwise. But no. having them off of Raw makes that transition easier if they wanted to use them in a storyline like i think the biggest reason kind of looping in with duncan's question i think it was duncan about the cruiserweights interacting with other people i think it's easier if they're not on raw okay like if we see them in the cruiserweight division on raw i don't want them to jump out of that bubble for no reason right whereas if they have just their own show and all of a sudden they show up on raw then there's nobody else to interact with except for people that aren't in the 205 live division okay but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you're right. Nobody would see them if they right. weren't on Raw. So Yeah, or at least we wouldn't. Yeah. Because maybe there are a lot of people who would answer the question like, oh, I only don't watch 205 Live because I can see them on Raw. So maybe if you took that away, maybe people would, maybe, maybe. some people, not us, but maybe some people yeah. would watch. Uh, do you think they're going to do AJ and Shane? <laughs> I, you know what? I think they are, actually. I don't like that at all. Fuck's sakes. Uh, actually, while I write this, what if NXT was a part of the WWE draft where they can restock the TV roster with guys not being used like Swagger and Darren Young? Cheers, your main man, Grizz4327. They should send those guys down, actually. Yeah, I think they should just send them down. I don't know that they need don't to... Don't need to do a draft, yeah, necessarily. Yeah, because that sounds like a bad... Like, a, like, a ne- like you're taking from the bottom of the list and everyone yeah. else is taking from the top. Good. 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 Um... Yeah, I'm not going to read. No, we're not. Ms. Guy's dead to me now. Oh, all right. Not reading his emails anymore because he got super weird on Twitter today. So, oh, that's it. Came after you, eh? Not not me. Sexually? Came after a listener. Oh. So. Ms. Guy. Yeah. That's the end of that. That's the end of that. Let's do the Royal Rumble pool. Oh, who won the big thing? I never trusted uh, him. I should have got some sort of a fancy music set up for this, but I didn't. Um, the, the beautiful people, the beautiful people. <laughs> uh, let's start with the hosts of the sat pod, all four of us. All right. All week. right. All right. How do we do? Coming I'm in, afraid to hear this because I don't know exactly how I did, but I don't feel good about it. Coming in four huh? out of the four hosts yeah. with 30 out of a possible 150 points. He says. Is Brandon Lynch. Yeah. Keep holding it down. <laughs> Coming in third with 35 out of 150 possible oh, points. That wasn't very much more than me. Warren Bears. Oh, hey! Oh. The boys. 
coming in first with 45 out of 150 possible points. Jeez, we were real tight. Big bad boy. Hey! Scotty had 40, so we were literally all like in increments. 30, 35, 40, 45. None of those are good scores, but it seems like we didn't get a lot of good scores. No, we did not. We did not at all. This was a tough one to book, as we were discussing last week. Because last year, I remember we were getting like well over half the points. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. I don't want to single you out, Mark, but I feel like I should. Mark Bassett is the only person who did not get a single point. So that's fine. Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Start at the bottom. A year from now, you'll be here. That's that how the song goes, yeah, right? That was he was you were high if you could see where he put his hand. <laughs> um, notable uh, Sapod listeners, Nova Punk had a rough go this year, ten points. Oh. Uh, also, Yukon Jack, ten points. Uh, Mark Majot, fifteen points. It was tough this year. You're, this was brutal. Like there, there was a lot of the, within the twenty-five to ten. There's like probably at least half of the people. Yeah. Uh, it's not the shit kicked out of us. Matt Eads, who made some dumb picks. Some real dumb picks. Actually wound up with 25 out of 150 points. I almost got Tying me. the Miz guy. He almost got me. What He had a lot of, like, um, maybe didn't read the question or didn't think about his his, his answers. He had guys in yeah. the Final Four that weren't in the Rumble. Uh, he had Seth Rollins in there. Yeah. Uh, he had Roman Reigns, which I think was one of the ones that he thought he felt <laughs> stupid for. Right. But in hindsight. In hindsight was good, yeah. Uh, McCord, my co-host, 25 also. Yeah. Um, Duncan, 30. There you go, me and Duncan. Uh, let's do the, uh, well, let's do the top two, three, four, five. We'll do the top there's, five. There's a four-way tie for fourth. Four-way tie for fourth. So. Okay. Uh. Like for second? Steven Stewart. Okay. No, for fourth. For four, okay. So we have, okay. Gotcha. Steven Stewart. Uh, the one and only Andy Anderson. Yep. Game Time Art, uh-huh. and new listener to the podcast, first-time emailer, uh, all the way from Quebec, Whoa! Mario LeMay, uh, oh. <laughs> as well as Greg Shigiyoshi. There you go. All of them have uh, 35 out of 150 possible points. Jeez, and that's almost the top scores. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, none of them get a prize because that is just shy yep. of third place, yep. which, and I'm pretty stoked about this, fellas. Uh, third place with 40 out of 150 possible points and taking home the PWA Christmas Slam DVD. I hope it's a PWA wrestler. Is Ashley Vanderwilk, a lady won something on our podcast. Hey! How about that? She's smarter than all of us. Hey? Except for two. Well, that's true. Hey, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Actually, no, she uh, she's tied, Scotty, so. Oh, yeah, you don't say. That's, yeah. Weird. 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 What, Scotty's up to something. Everyone stop. Scotty's up to something. I know what he's up to. How do you not know what he's up to? Uh, number two. With 45 out of 150 possible points. Gizmo. Hey, boy, Gizmo. Yeah, that's a, that's a salt. He had some really good picks oh, all right. in there as well. Oh, there shit. Jason won. Uh, as I stall time to figure out the email that we got so that I can explain the prize, you will get the PWA Christmas Slam DVD. And you will also uh, get a copy, a print copy of Heat, The Space of Pro Wrestling, a 284-page collection of comic strips from the webcomic, as well as a as 30 pages of bonus material exclusive to the book. 
Uh, for anyone who didn't uh, or who wants to check this out, you can check it out online at heat.rentathugcomics.com. Uh, and so that is courtesy of our friend Jeff Martin, who lives here in Edmonton, and he graciously offered up this prize. So uh, congratulations, Gizmo, for that. And your winner of the 2017 Satbot Royal Rumble Pool, who takes home the 27 or the uh, Christmas Slam PWA, uh-huh. and gets a brand new T-shirt courtesy of WhatAManeuver.net. Sat Sons of Satpod coming yeah, his way. One. That's the one you want. 55. 55 points. Out of 150 points. The only one to pass 33%. Brian Steven or Stefan. Oh, we just got an email your from him. champion. There you go. That's cool. your winners. That cool. Your Everyone's winners. happy. Uh, you thought Jason Keithler was going to win. He I got like, 30 points. Oh, suck it, Jason. There you go. Okay, that was mean. I got 30 points. Um, what Can you maybe lead, read off the picks for... Uh, the young winner, or do we have him? Uh, yeah, I sorry, I shouldn't uh, spring uh, that on you, I but find those. Yeah. Uh, let's do this. Let's go through here. Find Brian. There we go. All right, there we go. He had Finn Balor to win. Oh, bold pick. Yep. Uh, Chris Jericho last eliminated. Okay. Number one, he had Enzo, which is oh, ooh, you're close. He would have been, he would have been throwing hats while he was trying to figure out who the fuck was gonna wrestle. Uh, twenty-seven and thirty, which by the way, nobody got those right okay. because that was next to impossible. Yeah. Uh, twenty-seven, he had Wyatt. Thirty, he had Undertaker, which had was also very picks. close. Smart Both picks. of those were very close. I, think I had thirty for Undertaker. Too. Longest amount of time he nailed Jericho. Shortest Good. amount of time he named nailed Ellsworth. Okay, that's some points. Most eliminations he nailed Braun Strowman. That's some points. Uh, he had Samoa Joe and Ty Dillinger. Okay, there's, that's the most points he could have so got in that category. Yeah. <laughs> His final four, he had uh, Balor, Jericho, Reigns, Ambrose, so that's two there. Uh, first point at the sign, he had Enzo, okay. which makes sense. Yep. He's going to be your first in. entrant. Yep. And obviously had the Braun Strowman for most eliminations. Strong. He got. You know what? He got the, re- the ones right that you can think about and make logical guesses. Mm-hmm. Because most people are going to get the like the twenty seven and thirty are kind of shots in the, Shot dark. In the dark. Like you know they're probably big names, mm-hmm. but you don't know which ones which. And you don't really know how much stock they put into the whole twenty seven thing anymore, right? Because there has been so many winners from there that they just feel like maybe we just leave that alone. Let At the same time, they always they, they put it in their fucking packages every yes. year, so yes, it makes yes. you think like they probably think that we're sitting there being like twenty seven is a big one. Who's it going to be? And, and that's why they fucking ends. As soon as it's twenty seven, I'm always like, could this guy win it? Well, congratulations. So, uh, so, Brian, Gizmo, and Ashley, uh, if you would like to uh, contact us uh, via the email, satpod316 at yahoo.com, um, send us, I guess, well, I guess we'll need your address for two of the three. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. you'll come to your house and deliver them personally. <laughs> uh, so, you can do that. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we'll do. So just email us, sapon316 at yahoo.com. Uh, let us know your details, and we will let you know when you can expect it and all of that good stuff. Thank you for everyone who submitted. This uh, this is one of my favorite things that we do each and every year. It's always sad when it's done. It is. Luckily, we have Mania to look forward to. We do. And then Mania is done, and I feel like killing myself. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Then we have the Raw. And oh, right. Then, and then SmackDown probably be good this year. Because they got to kind of do their own thing. And then, then, then. And then, then you feel bad. Unless they do a draft. Unless they do a draft. Then we feel good about it a little Maybe bit. Maybe that gets you to Money in the Bank. And then Money in the Bank's And then cool. SummerSlam's right around the corner. Yeah. 
And then we, and then, and then for real, you're going never to the off the fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never get off the wagon, Brando. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Survivor Series usually isn't that good, considering it's supposed to be the one to break all that exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, thanks, thanks for everyone who entered that. That's really cool. We'll do it again next year, uh, hopefully with prizes again. Again, big thanks to Jeff for hooking us up with that comic book. Uh, if you would like to donate a prize for next year, you can also contact us and we can discuss that. Or an a organ. Year in advance. What's that? Or an organ. Sure. Donate an organ. organ. So Brando what? needs a new liver, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on my third. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kelly has departed Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, yeah. In case anybody's wondering that. For all you um, Kevin Kelly fans out there. Any updates on Seth Rollins? No, nah, Seth Rollins watch. Okay. He dead. All right. That doesn't like his injury picture or whatever. It was just a leg and a wrap with like an electrolyte thing on it. Mm-hmm. He could be getting like electrotherapy for all we know. Yeah, I, did. I don't know. Electrotherapy is not. Really it good. could. It could be a work. It could. It could hey, you know what? It could be a work. People have. Dave Meltzer Whoa. has come out saying that it is not a work, but. Melter's a Who's mark. To say, what the fuck does he know? Maybe they pay mark. him off and be like, "Hey, this one, you tell him that it's not a, or that yeah. it's not a work, and then bada bing, it's a work." Put this in your fucking newsletter. I don't know. Either way, that that, that kind of sucks. Uh, okay, so for the uh, for the theme to go out on today, I picked the very first Elimination Chamber pay per view, which takes us all the way back to February of 2010. And the theme is... Uh, I thought you like you said Elimination Chamber, but I was thinking Royal Rumble. Because I had on the brain, and I was like, what the fuck were they playing in, like, 87 or whenever the fuck that was? Uh, Rise Up by Cypress Hill. Oh! Feet Tom Morello. Hits from the bong. Um, this show featured a dark match between uh, in which Christian defeated Ezekiel Jackson in a singles match. Um, you had John Cena defeat Sheamus, Triple H, Randy Orton, Ted DiBiase Jr., and Kofi Kingston in an Elimination Chamber ma- uh, match for the WWE Championship. That's uh, very f- fitting. Mm. Sheamus was the champion. Cena won the title. Batista then defeated John Cena in a singles match for the WWE Championship. In 32 seconds, I assume that he cashed in his money in the bank. Did yep, he, that did check, he have money in the bank? Checks out. Right. Was that a I, thing? Should I double check that? Uh, you speculate. Final entry. Speculate on it. Oh, aftermath. You say allegedly. Allegedly. No one will call you his on money it. in the bank. He allegedly <laughs> cashed in. Um, where am I looking here? No, I can't find. Allegedly cashed he, in. He probably cashed. He in. probably cashed in. That seems like know. a real quick amount of time to beat someone. <laughs> Why would you get that fucking match? Um, uh, Drew McIntyre. Defends his Intercontinental Championship in 10 minutes against Kane. Good for him. Big win for him. Uh, Tag team women's match goes a whole three minutes and 35 seconds Mm. in which Lay Cool defeats Maurice and Gail Kim. That was probably just hell to watch. Just a barn burner. Man, Gail Kim was probably just carrying Maurice. Uh, uh, Then we have a singles match for the United States Championship in which The Miz, with Big Show in his corner, defeated MVP... With Mark Henry in his corner. Great. 13 minutes that Great. match went. And your main event for the World Heavyweight Championship in an Elimination Chamber match. Undertaker, John Morrison, R-Truth, CM Punk with Gallows and Serena when they were still doing oh, the Straight right. Edge Society. Uh-huh. Rey Mysterio were all defeated by Chris Jericho who wins the World Championship. 
from was, The Undertaker. Some fuck. What year was this? 2010. There was some fuckery with uh, Undertaker in this one, I believe. That, yeah, that yeah. right. I believe, I, be, I believe that to mm. be true. Shawn Michaels might have come out from beneath the cell. Was that that? Was that that might have been that year, yeah. Um, uh, Shawn Michaels, who would deny to match with Undertaker. Yeah, this is the Snuck rematch. Snuck into the yeah. chamber and performed a sweet chin music super kick on the Undertaker. This allowed Jericho to pin him and win the match. Yeah, and then that found that quick. Can't that find was fucking Batista no. thing though. God forbid. He's still not in here. Like I don't know what they've done. Doesn't explain it. It has to be. He has to have cashed in. There's no other, no other explanation. Who was it? Who cashed in? Batista. Batista. Batista never won that thing. That's why I'm trying to figure yeah. out why the fuck there was this Batista's match. Batista's never money in the bank, champion. 32. 32 seconds it took him, and it was right after that match. But it doesn't say and anything. And who'd, who, who'd he beat? Cena. Was it the one where... No, that was New Year's Revolution, wasn't it? Where Vince McMahon just came... Yeah, Vince McMahon just comes out, I think, and he's like, oh, you're going to fight Batista now. Because he just doesn't like him? I think so. You're going to fight the Deacon. And Batista fucked him up. Yeah. I, think, I, I so. think he just, yep, I think I, I feel like I remember that, ish. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay, I do on. recall oh, that happening. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a thing. Now we're getting on. Let's see, okay, Cena wins. Immediately after the conclusion of the match, WWE Chairman Vince McMahon interrupted to cut a promo. He told Cena that he, would going, that he would be going to WrestleMania only if he could beat Batista and then ordered Cena to face Batista in a previously unannounced match. Batista speared Cena, hit the Batista bomb, and won. They fucking hot-shotted that title around that night. That My quick. God. That was really cool. A lot of title changes in this one, actually. Cena, and then Batista, and then, well, The Miz defended. But Anyways, we're listening to Cypress Hill on the way out of this podcast. We'll be back for the next podcast one week from today. Uh, send us an email, sapot316 at yahoo.com. Buy a t-shirt, whatamaneuver.net. I we're believe poor. backslash satpod, uh, but don't quote me on that. Just go to their website. Maybe <laughs> shop around. Find some other shirts. Yeah. Buy, buy a Snapchat shirt and then another shirt. Buy a, a baby thing for your dog named Spike. Yeah. Buy, yeah. buy a baby onesie. We're looking at you, baby bad Boris. Um, yeah. There's some cool stuff up there, including our shirt, which you should buy. Whatamaneuver.net. You can tweet us at SatPod, myself, at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. I'm at ScottBox64. We will be back one week from right now. Scotty, do your thing. All right, guys, until next time, keep on buying all the Sapod merchandise on whatamaneuver.net. Living in the big city, the American dream is far from me in the streets of gritty. Everywhere I turn, I'm on a mission for most, but I ain't selling myself with the dough that's no goal. I'm on the one way, right to the top. I'm hitting the strip, but got a sound that'll rally your block. I'm in the fast lane and I won't stop. You ain't nothing but talk. You couldn't hang on the rope I walk. This life that I live, it ain't for the weak. Got my rowdy ass gangster that came off the street. I'm trying to keep the peace, but I gotta keep my peace. Got these punk ass police, want me R.I.P. And I'm searching for the higher ground. I want my head in the sky so high that I can't come down. Legalized in every town across the nation. Cause you can never stop the place. Curiosity is key.
killing you and stealing your pride I get high when we're flipping the set Now we're flipping the script And all you haters couldn't hold my dick Don't need a clip, but my nine is strict You should leave it alone and check your toe Cause my nine will spit This right here is as high as it gets No shit Somebody like to split the hill Kept it real just we stepped on a set So just throw for a show You gotta pass the check Got my clock on deck And my custom vest reads You can't fuck with me, I'm the best And you can keep the dress Cause I smoke nothing less than the push that back I'm tired of getting pushed out of Track. You get your mind right and make your stack I made a pack 